Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you're looking for my talk about Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, not having PvP, there will be a timestamp in the description. Now, we do debate these topics before I get into my actual rundown and my segment. We also have a shorts channel if you prefer uploads, so you can always check out sntrshorts.com. Because right now, you're on SNTR Presents, a daily talk show throughout the week where we have live polls, debates, and discussions. YouTube turned on a brand new feature for our channel where we can do polls right in the chat. We also do Q&A later in the show for paying members, and that's a really great way for you to get your comment or your question right on the screen for a back and forth about whatever the topic is. Obviously, PvP and Pirates life uh, in Sea of Thieves in general, but specifically in Pirate's Life, isn't going to be present. But in Sea of Thieves as a game, the the, the PvP d- debate has gone on for a long, long time. So it should be a really good discussion today about whether or not there should be options to avoid PvP in Sea of Thieves. The game has been out since early 2018, and Rare has done almost nothing to move away from that. This is the first time they've done something like this. So it should be a really good discussion and back and forth. I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, before we go through through sort of the rundown of everything that we've got for today let's talk about yesterday so yesterday we cyberpunk 2077 finally got its way back onto the sony store now they're still putting up a disclaimer if you play the game on anything other than a ps4 pro or a ps5 you're going to have stability issues microsoft has a very similar disclaimer in their store even though the game was never removed from the microsoft store they warn you about playing cyberpunk on anything but an xbox series xs or i think maybe the xbox one x anything below that they're like you're probably going to have stability issues so we talked about what that means you know should the game even really be being put back into a marketplace if the lion's share of the customer base i mean 118 something playstation 4s are in saturation eight maybe 8 million it might be closer to 10 million now of the ps5s are in circulation and the ps4 pro I don't know how much that actually got out there. So it seemed to me to be a little strange for Sony to be putting this back into their marketplace, even though they're having to continue to warn people about performance issues. So we kind of broke that down throughout the morning and debated it. And we asked the audience, we said, listen, we had almost 700 votes in the, in the live audience poll. Should this be back in the marketplace, you know, in light of everything that's happening? And most people said, no, it should not. I was kind of surprised they didn't do a PS5 only thing. But the fact of the matter is there is not still to this day a PS5 version of Cyberpunk. If you play it on your PS5, you're actually playing backwards compatible version of the game. 
which we did. I was like, all right, let me take a crack at this game. Uh, let's take a peek here. And it actually did very well. Uh, so many people came in. Uh, the gameplay was a shorter stream and got more views than the morning show because people were really interested. And I got to tell you, I played for about two and a half hours and I was bored. I, I, I could not believe that there were people that thought this game actually was pretty good i'm continually told by people well if you play it on pc it's not that big of a deal i play on my you know ps5 or whatever i didn't have any major performance issues there obviously were glitches there were npcs not holding weapons the one npc kept running into stuff and like walking through stuff and the audio kept overlapping it was like i was actually trying to get immersed into the game i was like let me give this game a fair shot i'm not going to click through all the dialogue and skip everything and the audio kept being in conflict uh, in conflict with itself and I remarked in probably the first 20 or 30 minutes that the game was actually pretty good looking on the PS5 I thought the character design was very good I thought the environments and the textures and the lighting I was like I, this game actually doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look but the actual combat, the way that they get you into the game, it's horribly paced. Uh, two and a half hours of gameplay. And I was still essentially in the tutorial, is what I was told by the live audience. And even if I wasn't in the tutorial, the base game, the actual content loop that they were sort of trying to establish, was just so boring. I cannot imagine myself going back to this game. And it's a shame. Because as I played and as I combed over the various systems, there is a lot of depth. But it's sort of a mirage of depth. According to everybody watching, they were like, a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. You don't really need to care about any of this stuff. The game becomes, you know, insanely easy. You get so strong. A lot of the decisions don't seem that consequential. And truth be told, they didn't seem that consequential. I was switching weapons. I was looking and reading stats. Now, I hadn't spent any of my skill points yet, but I I ended up spending those on melee because the gunplay was so terrible. I thought the gunplay would get a little bit better, but then it seemed to just get worse. The more enemies there were, the more clunky it felt because I had to do more movement. And if not, I had to just embrace like sort of a pop and shot style where you use the ADS to get some assistance from the aim assist to get headshots. And then the enemies were kind of tanky, but also incredibly dumb. Like the AI was just asleep. I was literally bored in the combat, which it was such a juxtaposition. The music was incredible and the graphics were actually good. It was like set up to be this great interchange of action. And I was so bored. It was, I kept telling people, I was like, it's just boring. It It's uninspired. There's nothing about it that feels special or truly stand out. Now, some of that I attribute to the voice actor. The, the male voice actor is He's pretty bad. It, it, it was almost like he was half asleep. I, I heard that the that the female voice actor is better in Cyberpunk, which is you know funny related to some of the conversations we had about AC Valhalla. So I'm I'm disappointed because I think underneath it all, there's a game that wants to be great, but it just got away from them. It feels like scope creep. Uh, scope creep refers to when the scope of a project slowly creeps out, 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 and it gets too broad 
to actually be substantive or it it gets too broad to be stable or ever get off the ground. When I worked for a technology company, one of the biggest problems for a project is scope creep because it delays the project from being completed, but it also harms the end product because it ends up being confused, muddled, and conflicted internally, which is exactly what Cyberpunk sort of felt like. It feels like it's a mile wide and just an inch deep, which is so interesting because it has the illusion of breadth and depth and none of it actually seems to matter. None of it seems important. And people were saying, listen, you just got to play it longer. You got to be in there longer. You got to give the game more of a shake. I'm gonna be honest with you. If a game can't hook me with its content loop in two and a half hours, it's probably not going to. I've never played a game where I had to get to the ninth or the tenth hour, and then the whole game changed, and then the game got better. That's generally just not true. Usually in the first hour or two, the content loop gets established. And then as you become stronger, you get new abilities, new weapons, and other things to use as you play. The gameplay does get freshened and made better and evolved over time, but it doesn't completely change. It enhances and evolves what's already there, whether you've played an action-adventure game or an RPG shooter or Elder Scrolls Online. The, the advancement in the world does not change the content loop. It evolves and enhances it. And Cyberpunk's content loop in the first two and a half hours is an absolute snooze fest. And I can't imagine it changing that much from everything I've seen and read. So this game for me needs a complete relaunch. They can build on the systems that are there, but they need their No Man's Sky moment. They need the moment that I thought Anthem was going to get. The game needs to essentially relaunch itself like a soft relaunch where everything from the beginning is built up and changed and they can use the the scaffolding and the framework of the systems that are there and build upon it. Everything feels like it's in a conceptual phase. Everything sort of feels like it's a technical beta because it runs so rough. It's difficult to get immersed in the game. I would probably have fun with this game if I got out of the tutorial and just ran around and got into into goofy shootouts and funny moments. I love messing with NPCs and sort of breaking the rules of the game, but I just can't see myself going back anytime soon, which is a shame because the support was there, the viewership was there, and so were the fanboys. They didn't appreciate my feedback. We had a good debate at the end of that stream. If you want to see it, I'd go watch that past broadcast. It was a pretty fun back and forth. Now, last night I did my short with, obviously, I try to come up with the funniest thumbnails I can. (laughs) I I usually only take one. I don't want to get caught up in selfie land uh, where you take 18 pictures and you end up hating them all anyway. But it is finally happening. It's finally happening. We have a non-PVP mode or a non-PVP at least area coming to Sea of Thieves in A Pirate's Life. In A Pirate's Life, you're going to go into the Tall Tales and you're not going to have to worry about PvP. I have more details about that, but I also would rather spend most of the morning really discussing and debating how they could implement this in a bigger way without taking away the game's identity. As we discussed yesterday, there are people that want to see games like Elden Ring, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not, I'm sorry, not Ghost of Tsushima. Elden Ring and Sekiro and Dark Souls. They've always sort of asked for an easy mode. The reviewers want an easy mode so they can get further in the game so they can have a more substantive review, which ultimately would not be a review of Dark Souls or Demon Souls or Elden Ring. You'd be reviewing some other version of the game because at their core, that's the game. 
and you would change the game's very nature and the soul of the game if you removed and made like an easy mode or whatever. And if you did a non-PVP version of Sea of Thieves, there's a very, very significant risk there as well, and we're going to talk about how I think they can keep that from happening. Also, in micro gaming news, the reason I said Ghost of Tsushima, it's on the screen, I read it, Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC is becoming more likely now with more leaks. This was leaked a while ago, and now we're seeing more leaks surrounding it. This lines up very well with the, the internal document that was leaked stating that Sony wanted more of their games to land on PC. Days Gone was listed. That's already on PC. That's got to be one of the best ports to PC I have ever played. I highly recommend it. And they also had pictured Uncharted. And so Ghost of Tsushima and God of War were some of the first games rumored to be coming to PC, that sort of confirmed the possibility and the likelihood of that happening since Sony wants to do it, and this seems to be adding to that, you know, rumor and excitement. I would love for that to be a thing. Now, Bloodborne, also another game that folks are hoping to see get an update, a PS5 remaster, is becoming likelihood according to some leaks. This is one that people would love to see given the uptick performance on PS5 and go up to 60 FPS, but it was designed to be 30 FPS. Games like this tend to kind of get a little wonky and a little weird when you suddenly double their frames and double uh, the, the animations are usually where everything kind of breaks down. Lastly, we're going to be talking about Battlefield 2042 maps. They've got some interesting commentary on how they didn't actually make the maps bigger, but they worked on what they're calling clustering, which is kind of an interesting take on this because 128 people on a map, that's kind of a lot. So what's that going to look like? Now, there's multiple ways to support the stream. RageousRoast.com at the bottom of the screen. If you love Rageous Roast, share it with your friends. That's where you can send them if they want to order some themselves. You can always use the coffee command in chat to get to the link to order more. We're getting down into the last reserves, uh, and I am taking a trip, a short trip, for the weekend of the 4th of July, so when we're gone for that window of time, you won't be able to order any. When we get back into July, the Dark Roast and the Light Roast should be shortly behind me uh, getting shipped to my home, so you guys can continue ordering the Light Roast right now, and we'll start taking orders for Dark Roast once we know it's uh it's here <laughs> now the join button lots of people have been hitting the join button lately they want to join in on the q a in the second half of the show thank you to everybody who's been hitting the join button we're going to start to see red badges in chat for people that have been doing that for a year we are right around the one year uh anniversary mark well the member button went live in july but you're going to hit it in june and it'll probably switch your badge so that comes with perks and benefits there's five tiers of membership starting at five dollars a month increased access in the discord which anybody can use by the way so use the discord command if you want a great place to hang out but members do get increased access um i am wearing a new shirt today this is the way a great mandalorian shirt from 80s tees use the shirt command it'll take you to the star wars collection but you can use code lono for 30 percent off any of the shirts on that site which 30 percent off is a great savings because they are pretty they're pricey because they're very very good shirts but that does support me you can always send a tip through Super Chatter with the tip command. Throw me a follow on Twitter. Give me some love over there. Retweets, favorites, likes, and all of the rest. And then we're always updating the merch store. The SNTR Presents logo will probably be going through a change in the next day or so. Uh, we're wanting to really ground it the same way we did with SNTR Gaming and SNTR Shorts. Everything kind of coming under those banners and those names all under the SNTR network. So that will probably then lead to some of the merch getting updated as well. If you're in the chat, 
chat get things going smash the like button get the chat hopping you guys that are here faithful in the morning that's one of the best ways to support the stream if you can't send the tip become a member or provide any kind of monetary support for the channel listen viewing and watching every morning is literally the greatest way to support this channel in these videos so if you're here right now i appreciate that so much get the likes up i'll be on the mic live in just a moment and we'll get the show started Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you for everybody being here. A nice and strong turnout this morning. I know you're probably interested in Sea of Thieves and everything going on with that. We will be playing that this afternoon, but I wanted to discuss it first this morning, the fact that there is no pvp in the tall tales of a pirate's life so when you are in this story mode of the game there will be no pvp and obviously that spurs on the debate about the game itself you know should this game consider having a non-pvp option should they consider uh you know giving people a way to avoid it Uh, and how would that look this has been a debate that has uh, sort of surrounded this game since it came out in early 2018 and I'm sure we'll do some live polls in chat today to let you guys weigh in on that because the the very nature of Sea of Thieves is is at stake Uh, the, the soul of the game is at stake if you completely remove PvP um I don't think he played it there's too much in the game I have played Witcher 3. We had a start of uh, we had a false start on Witcher 3 when it first came out and I never went back. And then later I went back and I was doing a very comedic playthrough on the purple platform. I was doing like a voice. I would I would like speak a lot of, I, I, I got pretty good at mimicking um, Geralt's voice and a lot of people wouldn't be looking at the screen. they're like, oh, I thought he said that like I got pretty good at it. Unfortunately, there was just too much game and not enough support. Over on Purple, one of the hardest things to do is one of the things that is difficult to do here, which is have endurance with a game where people support it. So we actually played Witcher 3 for about a week, I think, over there, and people were really enjoying it. They, they kept asking me to go back. They thought it was really funny. But the viewership and the support was just so bad, and it was not a great way to grow the channel because there wasn't anything going on at the time. Uh, th- there was nothing going on in The Witcher. There was no reason to play it. I was just playing it because, you know, we were wanting something to do. Um, so, you know, it just never happened. And I don't know if it'll ever happen on YouTube either. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Feed. I see you in the chat. Was good, my friend? <clears throat> I warmed my voice up this morning and everything, and I still got a couple throw clears left. So, if you're new this morning and you're here for the Sea of Thieves conversation, we will be discussing that this morning, uh, as well as the other micro uh, news subjects. And this here is sort of the beginning of my rundown on the topic of Sea of Thieves not having PvP uh, because people are obviously wondering what are the details, what does it mean, like how much and how little uh, of the game. 
Yo, Ratchet upgrading all the way to tier 4. Goodness gracious, that's a big one. Thank you, Ratchet, for upgrading your membership. That is very, very expensive. Uh, We have five tiers of membership, and tier 4 is almost at the very top, and it allows you to pick one game a month for me to play. I know what Ratchet's going to do as well. Um... Having seen none of Pirate's Life and little understanding of Thea of Thieves, how is it non-PVP? Will you get loot and not have to take it to port and exchange or turn in? Uh, so it's essentially only half the game. It's going to be a tall tale. Uh, it's going to be a tall tale. So what they're doing is, is they are... Um, they are giving you your own instance whenever you're working on the campaign. So if you're working on the campaign of Pirate's Life you will be in your own instance. So, I know you don't have the time, but usually long playthroughs need to be 20 or 30 minute adventure uploads. Clips will help. I just don't even know how we would do that, Butters. I mean, it, we, we're just not even at a place where that's something in our wheelhouse to, to be doing, like, you know, adventure highlight uploads. I have been thinking about feeding the gaming channel like the first 20 minutes of gameplay of something just to see how it performs we need to go over to gaming this week and i just i didn't get a chance to schedule anything last night so uh and with sea of thieves we may be in that for a while and the viewership may be good so i didn't want to put myself in a in a tight spot um i will be playing dark alliance tomorrow uh i will be playing dark alliance tomorrow on this channel because i know people are going to want to see it i know people are going to want to hear my thoughts where are you going on vacation we're not really doing a vacation. We're just going to do a family trip up to Ohio to see family. Like, we're not we're not traveling or flying or doing anything elaborate. We're just going to drive up. Um, what about 36, 15-minute videos? Yeah, I just don't think so. Um, Thousand percent, I'm just saying uh, what I watch is usually what I see. Yeah, most channels that get to that size have somebody doing stuff for them. They have somebody editing their content. Your hands wet or just cold? Oh, it's like what is going on? <laughs> it's like being it's like being touched by a corpse. <laughs> my wife brought down my shake and her hands are really cold and she like drug her hand across my hand and it it's the moment's passed. You can't shock me now. And I was like, oh, I was like, that wasn't very pleasant. <laughs> it's like a cold hand, just you know. Anyway. Um, I literally jumped in the air when I found out in the new Sea of Thieves update you have your own instance. I know, I know, especially for something that's story-driven, you know, Jack Sparrow and everything else. Um, yo, what's good, Vasilios? I thank you for stopping by, Vasilios. I appreciate your comments on the, uh, the video the other day. Or, actually, it was probably a couple hours ago. Time to teach the kids to edit videos, put them to work. I know, I know, right, right, right? Um... I was joking back from the purple days with the auto vid debacle. I don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, see if Thieves has zero story really in the open world PvP. They have taken the time to make a story. Could you imagine the game, but people are shooting you when you collect your stuff? Right. It wouldn't work if you were working on a story and like Jack Sparrow's trying to talk to you and he's like, I scored into the open sheet, and then all of a sudden you're getting shot at by people, and then he's just like standing there waiting for you to do something. You're like, we're being attacked. Hold that thought, Jack. <laughs> like, it wouldn't work, you know? Um, it wouldn't work. The only person I know on YouTube 
who has 40-hour Governor Johnson Station Let's Play walkthrough Bill's insane amount of stuff is Fighting Cowboy. Yeah, I've never heard of them. In general, YouTube doesn't support lengthy playthroughs for one simple reason. Oh, when I uploaded all the vids at once. Oh, you're making a reference to when I did the Far Cry Primal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really funny. Um, I don't even think I had 20,000 subs over here at the time. Yeah, the issue is very simple. So right now, we are on the cusp of a milestone. 50,000 subs. Once you get beyond that, it can be very, very good for a channel. It can really start to ramp things up. Okay? However... Until you're around the 75 to 100,000 sub mark, you just don't have the support of a base to just kind of do your own thing. It just isn't working for one simple reason. If I was doing a lengthy playthrough of a brand new game, okay, let's say when Days Gone hit PC, Initially, the viewership was great. People want to see Days Gone on PC, so they're showing up, and they're taking a crack, and they're taking a look, right? A week or two later, YouTube, as an engine of interest and search, no one is searching for Days Gone on PC a week later. It just isn't possible. That Why would they? Where's it? Why would they be interested in the game a week later, or two weeks later, or whatever? If you have a large enough channel, you can continue to do that because your people just show up and the video performs well and it helps the channel and it helps the channel grow. When you're not large enough for that to happen, you kind of have to just cut bait. You're like, I'm done. We got what we wanted out of that game. We met some new folks. They liked my coverage of the game and now they're hanging out in my channel every day. You're basically taking what's relevant and using it with your own identity. So what I do is, what did I do yesterday? I have a great video of me playing Cyberpunk. It's got great views. We got a bunch of subs. And it's me playing it, giving my thoughts, and ultimately putting it down. Because it wasn't, I just don't think that game is worth playing. I would not buy it. I would not play it right now if I were you. It getting put back in the Sony store means virtually nothing with respect to its foundational problems and its it's complete lack of intrigue or uh, it just isn't very good right so Jack would be like a Fallout 4 character when you shoot and stop mid-sentence yeah it just wouldn't work when's the update come out apparently it's out now my version is updating so my version of the game is right now oh it just finished updating okay so my version of Sea of Thieves on my PC is updated and ready to go. We will be playing this afternoon. I spend the morning show talking about a certain subject, and then in the afternoon we do gameplay. So this morning, the main subject about Sea of Thieves is PvP. A pirate's life will put you in your own instance. So there is no PvP. It's a, it's a tall tale. Whenever you go into the tall tale, it will, it will put you in your own instance, which is regurgitating and, and retrudging up the debate about should there be PVE options in Sea of Thieves. Now, Stu is saying in chat, there already are PVE servers in Sea of Thieves. Private servers are available, just no gold or reputation is rewarded, rightfully so. Right. So, if I were to play in that way, I wouldn't get anything. Yeah, you can request that, Ratchet. I see your request. I knew as soon as you upgraded what you were going to do. What's good, Light Leap? 
So what Stu is saying, I, I, I could see me doing that with my kiddos. They just want to have fun. But the problem is, is my daughter's too smart for that. She would be like, we're not getting anything. I want to buy new things. I want to buy new stuff, right? That's essentially what Sea of Thieves is. Call a spade a spade with love in my heart. It's just a dress up pirate game. Like ultimately that's the end game of Sea of Thieves is you're playing dress up. That's what you're doing. Okay. You're playing dress up and you're dressing up like a pirate. That's that's essentially the game. And so for me, that is one of the biggest juxtapositions of Sea of Thieves is that it's a casual grind. You're literally grinding for clothing and bling and it's incredibly hardcore. The progress, the progress in Sea of Thieves is so slow. It takes so long like if you grab like three or four quests and you do them all that's like a whole play session that's easily two three hours if you're just having a good time kind of taking your time now obviously if you go as fast as humanly possible it's still going to take you a while to crack through a bunch of quests and then take them back and drop them off and the progress is unbelievably slow so going on a private server and not having to deal with pvp and making no progress well i mean that's even worse what game did you request? Ratchet really wants me to go back to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So that will probably happen this week. And we'll just do it on this channel to honor the request. Because it'll it'll probably be pretty good. It doesn't help when your teammate leaves a crying chest on board. That is correct. That can happen as well. My, my kiddos love that story. They think it's hysterical. I tell them that story. And they'll be like, they'll be like, Papa, Papa, tell us a story again about the crying chest. And so I tell him about the time I was playing with Hilly and he left the chest on our ship and it sunk our ship. And they played the game with me a couple of times and they thought the crying ship was hilarious. They laughed and laughed every time they saw it. So. We've been sunk by Megs, ghost ship fleets, Krakens, and we died tons of times from skeletons, especially Athena-level skeletons. Well... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I 100% understand people saying, if you remove... Hang on. Let me make sure the music's not too quiet. If you remove PvP entirely, you're running the risk of gutting the identity of Sea of Thieves, right? You're running the risk of gutting it. You really, really are. Um... Uh, and so the, the, uh, hang on a second. I got to scroll. I'm looking in discord. There we go. And so the, the, the soul of the game is at stake here. Okay. If you take PVP completely out of sea of thieves, it's no longer a sea of thieves, right? There are aspects of PVE that are challenging. You can die. You can lose your stuff. You can sink your own ship. You can wreck your ship. You can get attacked by by uh, AI pirates. There, That is there, okay? But ultimately, it would no longer be a sea of thieves. It would be a sea of bots. I mean, if we're honest, unless you go into some of the harder areas, it would be a sea of bots, okay? So you can't completely take PvP out. However, however, there is something to be said for wanting to play a game and just leave me alone. Can you just please leave me alone? I would just like to play, get some progress, 
work on a couple of things and not worry about being griefed or messed with or chased, okay? I believe that these two sentimentalities can coexist. First and foremost, I think too often in games, we think super dichotomously. We're like, well, they either give you the option of PvE only, or they don't. There's no other way. And it's like, well, now hang on just a moment here, okay? Sea of Thieves, PvE only, could be progression that the game has now would be considered normal progression. So if you went into PvE, it'd be normal progression. But if you go into the truly online version of the game, right, the P- where PvP can take place, it would be like three times the progression. Three times the gold rate, three times the XP, three times everything. Now, why, pray tell, would you do that? Because it creates the element of risk and reward. And currently, there is no risk and reward. There is incredibly slow progress and the risk of somebody ruining your evening like that's it if you want a true relationship between risk and reward well dude i don't want to go play online i don't want to go play pvp those guys are going to steal our stuff homie if we pull it off we're going to make way more progress it's worth the risk it's worth the risk of running into pirates why we're going to get three times the gold three times the progress it's worth it let me say, but maybe I want, but maybe, maybe I want to prop my feet, crack a few beers with my friends, and just not worry about it. That's fine. We still make progress, but it's incredibly slow. I think what would end up happening is you would hit equilibrium. You would hit equilibrium. There would be people, myself included, that would say, "Dude, no. Let's go to the on. Let's go into the PvP arena tonight. I guarantee you, we can get some missions pulled off. It'll be worth it. If we lose a little bit, that's fine. We'll make it up as soon as we complete one run." Do you see how it would work out? If you're making three times the gold and three times the XP progression in a PvP environment, what would happen? If you lose one but pull one off, you're still ahead. You're still ahead and you're doing better than the PvE only environment. You've you've made more progress, right? You have made more progress. The only way the PvP environment ends up being worse than PvE is if you just get grief the entire evening and you never get anything accomplished. And that genuinely doesn't really happen. It's only griefers that are against PvE arenas or areas. Well, here's the reality that most of them will admit, and some of them are are too disingenuous to admit, but most of them at least have the honesty to admit you need the PvE people to bully in order for the game to function. You need them. You need people to bully and pick on and grief. It, it's needed. You need me in there having drinks with Hilly and stealing my own boat so you can shoot us down and steal our stuff. You need me in that server. Why? Because if not, it's just going to be a sweaty PvP player-only sweat fest. You're going to be playing against a bunch of other players that know exactly how to play and they know exactly how to get into combat. So you need me in there. The question is not... Should they do PvE only? The question is, how do you make me want to play in that environment where I could get griefed and attacked? How do you do it? You do it 
with incentive. If you come and play in this environment, you're going to make three times the gold, three times the progression. It's well worth your time. Because even if you get attacked and lose some stuff, you can make it up. No worries. Isn't the point of the game to troll your friends, then troll other people? Okay. Let me respond to that. That gets said all of the time. It's called Sea of Thieves. I mean, it's a pirate's game after all. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Just how long do you think that lasts? How long do you think the veneer of that lasts? Of betraying your friends or attacking and getting attacked by other people? How long How long does that last? How long can you play that before you're like, this is stupid. This is boring. I'm not making any progress, whatever. You know what I mean? But Rare will never apply this idea. It costs servers, and servers cost money. They're not spending money on a community ask, unfortunately. I'm going to tell you something right now, Axel John. I think Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, not having PvP, I I think it's going to get some traction. This could be them experimenting with the idea of we'll let you do certain things in your own instance this is a free update homie and they're giving you your own instance so this in general refutes what you just said they're giving you your own server space to go and play and be by yourself with what is probably going to be a server stability issue today you think you think pirates of the caribbean and jack sparrow being a free update in the sea of thieves isn't going to cause server issues today I, i bet you there's server issues today so they are. They are giving you your own place to do it today. And I don't know. I think what Chris is saying is significant. PvE-only servers would bring more players back to the game. I guarantee you there are going to be people that boot up the game today because they're either going to watch my video or another video or they're going to read an article or see a tweet and there's going to be like, what? I can go play with Jack Sparrow and no one can mess with me? Oh, I'm in. I'm going to reinstall right now. I saw somebody say that yesterday. Right? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get in there. No lag or disconnections. You got to wait for America to wake up. East Coast, then Central, then West. I would not be surprised if by noon today when we go to go over and play, they'll probably be having some server issues. It'll get bottlenecked. The, as the country wakes up, it'll it'll start to bottleneck a little bit. Now, they've been doing this a long time, so the hope would be that they can scale to the growth and scale to the intrigue and the interest. Me and my son stopped playing because he got disappointed when we got our loot stolen so many times. I told him about the change, and he was happy. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think people forget that video games are supposed to be fun. And your fun can is someone else's peril, okay? In Sea of Thieves. And I think that's just a really short road. I do. I think it's a really short road. I think eventually you run out of people to beat up on. You run out of people to beat up on. And eventually you're bored anyway. Because you're just picking on people. You're not doing anything that's truly challenging. Now, they added a lot of more challenging content in the end game to give you that sense of hey there there's a lot here there's a lot more you can do instead of just sailing around doing some of this this little piddly stuff you can do you know more more you know challenging more hardcore stuff and so i think at 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 its base level i think at its base level 
Sea of Thieves A Pirate's Life is an experiment with just how popular a non-PVP idea could be in the game, right? A form of entertainment is supposed to be enjoyable and fun? That's insanity, right? Right? Yo, we got a couple of new subs this morning. Thank you to the people that are clicking the, the, the sub button. That enables you to talk in my stream, and it's totally free. So if you haven't clicked subscribe this morning, join the other folks that have done it. If you click uh, the join button or use the join command, that enables you to get a badge and emotes in my chat. Also, we do live Q&A later, and you can do that, and your questions show up right on the stream if as long as you're a paying member. Um... Deep down in the places you don't talk about, you need me on that server. You want me on that server. Who's going to do it? You, Lono? You, Hilly? No. Instead of crying about how I get in the server, maybe you should say thank you. <laughs> I, you just, you can't. I, I don't think you can get away from it. I, the, the idea that in order for Sea of Thieves to function, you need mean people and you need people to, to be mean to. <laughs> you do. You need people that are bullies, and you need people to be bullied. Uh, you got to have the pirates and the plunder. There's no way around it. There's no way around it, right? Why do you think I don't like invasions on my first playthrough of Dark Souls? I just want to play the game, kill bosses, and enjoy myself. Right. I have 500 plus hours in Division 2 and about 20 hours max in the Dark Zone. I really gave it a good try and had a decent XP on my first Lego. It got ranked and given back. Right. I just... I, yeah. I wonder if part of the negotiations with Disney required this IP content to be PvE only. Either that, or when they were building the campaign, they were like, this is not going to work if people can be attacked. It's not going to work. It's too easy. So think about it like this. If you send me to a location, all right, and I got to park my boat, I got to get out of my boat, and then I got I to gotta go and do a thing. It's not hard for anybody to grief that spot. Everybody knows you're going to that spot. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. You boot up the campaign, and you just go, and you just wait for people. Scuttle your ship. Everyone will show up. They'll all park their boat, and they'll go in to work on the campaign, and we can take all their stuff. We can steal their ship or whatever. It would be easy pickings because you would know where everybody's going. You would, you would, you would just go and ruin everyone's day. Like, yeah, dude, Jack Sparrow, and you'd come out, and you'd be like, Where's our boat? You know what I mean? It'd be too easy. Way too easy to exploit. In Sea of Thieves, if you take away uh, PvP and you're asking for a different game, people who want PvE modes will turn into Sea of Noobs. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you gotta understand. You got your wish right you got your wish we all stopped playing i stopped playing many other people stopped playing we were like i don't want to play this game i don't want to end up in some dude's montage like summit or anybody else like i I, i'm not interested in that dude let me let me let me break it down for you let me let me give rare let me give rare and all the people that love this game a dose of humble pie the game's not that great (laughs) the game's not that great it's good. It's a good game. It's a beautiful game. I love sailing in this game. But it's not that great. Okay? It's not going to make up. It's not like the game is good enough for me to suffer through the frustration of PvP. It's like, you know what? Your game is so-so. So, 
I'm gonna walk away. Your game's easy to put down. Let me let me just let me just give you some humble pie, okay? Your game is easy to put down. It's pretty basic, okay? It's pretty basic. It's not that elaborate. Not a lot of depth to the combat. There's not a lot going on in this game, okay? Don't don't be too big for your britches here, okay? Your game's not that impressive. I like it. I enjoy playing. It's fun, but it's basically a, a board game or a card game on Friday night. I take it or leave it. I play with my friends, you know. It would be like it would be like going to poker night at your buddy's house, okay? And then all of a sudden his next door neighbor is just a poker god, a poker champion. Right? And he keeps showing up. And he keeps running the table every night. You know what? I don't like poker that much. I'm not coming anymore. We just end up coming and showing up and this guy just beats us up the whole night. He just takes all of our money. You know, every Friday night I'm giving 20 bucks to this smug son of a gun. No, I'm good. Poker ain't that enjoyable for me to come and suffer through this every Friday night. You know, there's a typo. Lona will be out of down. I will. I'll be out of down. I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to run out of, uh, of down. And uh, there we go. I fixed it. Thank you. Lona will be out of down, out of town. <laughs> So, I'm just be honest. I'm just be honest. Your game's not gr- that great. It's easy to put down. If I'm going to play your game on a Friday night and have my evening ruined, with all due respect, frick your game. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Frick your game, bro. Like, I don't need to play your game. I don't need to th- I don't I don't need to throw 2 hours away. What was I going to get? A gold gun instead of a silver gun? Ooh. Be still my beating heart. I was going to be able to earn enough gold to upgrade one cosmetic after two or three hours. And I got attacked by some dude who insulted my mom on proximity chat. Yeah. Sign me up for more of that. I really, oh man. No, the game's not that good to begin with. It's, it's, it's good, but it's not good enough. It's not good enough to, to make me put up with that crap. What am I going to do for five days? Hey, hey, it's a holiday weekend. Find something to do, right? I got I to gotta start traveling again. I got to start seeing family. 100%, I can go play something like uh, this game and still be with my friends, but choose if I want PvE or PvP, right? You know what I mean? I, it, it's, I don't know. Today I learned if you want to kick back and chill, you're a noob. <laughs> As a heavy Sea of Thieves player, I don't like it, but I think it's a good idea to incentivize newer players to stick around. This generation of fake pirates back in my day. (laughs) That's right. Oh, man, I got the coffee just right this morning. Whew, that is good. It is right on the money. Mm, Just the right mix. I'd play Minecraft over PvP Sea of Thieves. (laughs) This is the thing that I I really want to drive home in the debate, okay? I really want to drive this home in the debate. If you're a fan of Sea of Thieves, and if you like the PvP aspects of Sea of Thieves, you agree with me, you just don't know it yet. You agree with me, but you just don't know it yet, okay? One of the best things they could do for your experience is and this ex- in this game, you know what I mean, as well as its funnel of players, would be to implement my idea. 
PVE servers for especially especially newer players, especially anybody who comes to this game brand new and enjoys this pirate's life, they're in for a rude awakening when they suddenly realize the open seas are not as welcoming and fun and leg-back lackadaisical Disney movie as Pirates of the Caribbean, right? So, the level of hubris here. Yeah, yeah. Track with me here. Track with me. If they created a PvE environment where the current progression levels would stay intact, and then they created the the high, let's call it the high seas. If you went into the high seas, PvP is enabled, but so is triple earn rate on everything. XP, gold, progress, all of it. I'm going to tell you something. Do you want to know what would happen? Number one, if you're a fan of PvP, you're in. You got a great deal out of this because you can just keep doing what you're doing and you're going to be making tons of progress, tons of gold, and you're going to be leveling up like crazy. You know what else is going to happen? You're going to get people like me to actually come in and play when I'm currently I'm not and a lot of other people are not playing. You'd have a whole lot of new people being like, well, dude, let's take our chances in the triple. Th- Come on, dude. The high seas. Are you kidding me? It's better. PvP is enabled, but we get like triple the earn rate on everything. If you're a fan of Sea of Thieves and you're a fan of the PvP aspect of Sea of Thieves, you agree with me. You just don't realize it yet. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, do you want your own little club of like hardcore Sea of Thieves players only playing this game and, and celebrating the fact that all of us noobs can't play? because we won't accept the PvP aspects. Do you want that, or do you want a game bursting at the seams as players, massively successful? They're making tons of money. People are spending money on microtransactions. And guess what? They spend money on those microtransactions. That's more money to rare. That's more money invested in relationships like this one and more good stuff coming. It does not surprise me, it does not surprise me that one of their first major expanses into, like, story-driven Sea of Thieves gives you the gives you your own instance with no PvP. Doesn't shock me at all. Why? Because they are trying to get people to back. I, I would not be surprised if they need this to be a big success. I don't think they're in danger. I don't think they're in any kind of financial trouble, but they probably really need this to go well. Because they're working with Disney. They're working with Disney property. And Disney don't play around. If this is not a success, if this doesn't turn over some good results and good numbers and good money, well, then Disney will be like, okay, we learned our lesson. We're not doing that. This is a match made in heaven if they can pull it off. You should probably have PvP-only skins you can get, too. You see Joey B playing? Do you see what happens when you put down your gatekeeping pitchforks and you start to brainstorm about good ideas? That's a great idea. That would totally get people to go play. That would totally reward the people that take the risk and go in and play PvP and are really good at it. I feel like this was going to come out a long time ago. Uh, Then lawsuits in the public eye happen. Oh, yeah, this might have been scheduled for... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was scheduled for a while ago and all the... All the, the, the press about um, Johnny Depp probably heard it. Um, yeah. I imagine eventually they'd try to merge the PvP and the PvE. I don't see the hate towards being PvE only for now. Right. 
I really enjoyed playing Black Desert online on season servers, no force PvP, but once they announced no more season servers, I stopped playing. Yeah. Bone Penny says, Joey, there already there are already PvP only skins. Wait, how are there PvP only skins? How do they work? Do you have to like you have to attack so many live players to, to earn them or something? So you cannot earn them unless you unless you engage in like player versus player combat. Um. Um. Yeah, playing Cyberpunk as well. The, the, we played that game and they reviewed it and they they say it's not suitable for all advertisers. Probably because of the, I don't even know. We ran it without nudity and we still we still got limited ads on the gameplay of Cyberpunk. I'm on controller now because of Xbox. I don't mind all games forever being PvE only. I'm good against AI. <laughs> no one plays PvE. Everyone buys for the PvP. Copy paste from Battlefield fanboys. <laughs> hey, somebody just hit subscribe. A couple of people a little bit ago hit subscribe. Thank you to the new subscribers. You're able to talk and chat and join in the conversation. I'm trying to look out for any of the new subscribers if they said anything in chat. I do like to to respond. I'm not going to call you out by name when I see your name in the dashboard, but I will try to respond to you in chat if you say something. Yo, what's good, Tank? How are you? Lots of questionable signage in the game. Yeah, who knows what it was that triggered it. They manually reviewed the gameplay and determined that, I, I yeah, they couldn't run. They had to run limited ads on it. You see how that works? You see how that works, Purple Platform? You see how delicate advertising is? <laughs> Do you see how that works? Do you think maybe people lying around in yoga pants with their butt in the center of the camera licking a microphone might be bad for advertising dollars? <laughs> I've literally, I literally played cyberpunk for two and a half hours yesterday a bot picked it up and thought it wasn't suitable for all advertisers a real person reviewed it and said yeah we're not going to run this risk more than likely advertisers don't like their ads running on cyberpunk it's not even about what happened in the game you know what i mean sebastian says reaper's bones is big on pvp and you earn stuff for it oh okay okay you can see who subscribes yeah you subscribed yesterday I remember a bowl of ketchup because it's a heck of a name. It's just, it's honestly, it's disgusting. It's a disgusting name. But yeah, you subscribed yesterday. I'm just using a uh, a dashboard. So, and Sebastian said something in chat. And that's somebody who, uh, thanks for being here, man. Have a good day. Thanks, Dirty. But they finally banned them. It's fine now. Yeah, they got three days. They got three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's amazing? You know what's funny? You're supposed to get permanently banned from that platform if you get banned three times or more. And one of those one of those girls has been banned like five times. They're really good at enforcing their TOS consistently. She's been banned like five times. It says it on the tweet when they get banned. It's like her fifth ban. Ah. <laughs> uh. That adpocalypse is coming, dude. Their advertising dollars for Christmas is going to be terrible. 
they're probably right now in negotiations with all kind of companies about their about their advertising packages for the holiday season which is when advertising dollars go way way up I'm, I'm telling you dude I'm telling you telling you they're 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 facing telling you they're in trouble they're in trouble youtube went through it youtube goes through it that's why my cyberpunk has limited advertisements man advertisers care about the content their stuff lands on you know holiday adverts start production in july mm-hmm 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 uh-uh i'm gonna make it work i got a hot tub ordered do you mind if i wear the joystick tee do it hilly <laughs> do it hilly do it hilly uh, bet they lose the NFL this year. I don't know. The NFL is probably very, very anxious to spend lots of money everywhere they can. NFL viewership is in the dadgum toilet. But T says, why people scared PvP too much? You win, you lose. It's how it's supposed to be. Uh, am I saying the name right? It's like Fatih. I think it's pronounced Fatih. Uh, here's the issue. Here's the issue. It's you're right it is how it's supposed to be because it's sea of thieves okay however players have preferences okay and they're going to act on those preferences and there are tons of people who do not play sea of thieves because they're like i i don't want to get robbed i don't want to deal with it i just want to play when i was playing with my kiddos that was my worst fear my worst fear was we would spend all this time digging up a chest and taking it back to the boat and them getting excited and me getting attacked by some by some rude griefer it's like <laughs> it's like it's a saturday afternoon my kids and i get an hour to 2 hours to play video games a week and i got to put up with that crap no thank you right i told myself in my brain i said we're going to play until that happens and if my kids take it well, we'll, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to see how they react. We'll, we, we, we take it well. If they take it well, then we'll just keep on playing. But they got bored because the, uh, the one time we played, <clears throat> the one time we played, we didn't have enough money to buy the thing that she wanted to buy. And she was like, I don't like this game. Because in her mind, I mean, she's younger. We played for two hours, and we didn't have enough to do anything. The, the thing that she wanted, we didn't have enough to get it. It was like we just played for two hours, and we couldn't buy, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Love the Mando shirt? Yes, this is the way. This is another shirt from 80s Tees. Be sure to use the shirt command if you want to support me. You can use code LONO, and you get 30% off. 30% off in the uh, at the 80s Tees. my wife and friends and I are all working adults with full time jobs we don't have time to play we don't want a short uh, we don't want our short time ruined by losing all of our loot and progress right right people will say that PvP is the game if you don't like it then don't play go play something else but there's no game like this that's true that's true. I would watch see if these BR. What's good, Wicked Bob? Yeah. I discovered you because of your review on Biomutant, and I'm glad I did. I listened to you almost every day in the background. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. A new, a new listener. 
we uh, we have a lot of people that treat the channel like radio, uh, like gaming radio, Monday through Friday. And um, you don't have to worry about what I'm going to say. This is a safer work broadcast. Now, in the afternoons, when I play other games, that can't be a, a guaranteed promise. We played Cyberpunk yesterday. They were obviously swearing a bunch. So, but the morning show, morning show is safe. You don't have to worry about that. You know, it's good toasty buns. How did you end up liking Cyberpunk? I did not like it. I thought it was boring and very bland and glitchy and unimpressive. Work and lurk crew, that's right. We got a lot of worker lurkers. All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We we got to get we got to get chat to weigh in. Sea of Thieves um should it add a PvE mode? That's it. That's the only question we're asking right now. Sea of Thieves, should it add a PvE mode? Bam. The poll is in chat. You don't have to go anywhere. It's in chat. Get that poll going. I don't see it. There it goes. It's being a little laggy today. I was like, where the frick did the poll go? I think this is the best gaming radio station ever. Thumbs up for that. Thank you, Puffy. Welcome to all the new people. Thanks for being here, says Ink Sanity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you guys can hear my voice right now, if you're a lurker and you don't say much in chat, you don't talk, you don't do any of that, don't worry. One of the easiest ways to, to, to participate right now is take the poll. There is a poll in chat. You can click your response, and that's it. If you want to talk in chat, you do need to be a sub to the channel. That stops a lot of the spam bots and, and random people asking for raids from coming in. So, we subbing is free. So hit subscribe, hit the bell button, take our poll, and let me know what you think. If you vote in the poll, I want to hear from you. If you vote yes or no, I want to know why you voted the way that you did. You know? Why'd you vote yes? It needs PVE. Why'd you vote no? Where do you land on this discussion? Let's see what we got here. I don't know. First, first hundred votes. A lot of people are saying Yes. A lot of people are saying yes. You people that are saying no, you're 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 currently now it could change. You're currently in the minority. You're currently in the minority, so you may want to. You may want to change your mind here. A couple more people clicking the sub button. Thank you for doing that. I see you. I appreciate you. If you say something in chat, we will obviously welcome you here. Yes, but the PvP mode should have exclusive cosmetics. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. PvP mode should have exclusive cosmetics. I also think the PvP mode should have a double or triple progression uh, accelerator. What if they add an offline mode? I don't know if the game can run that way, Fatih. I don't know if you can run the game offline. I think the servers and the skellymen and the seas and all that, I think all that has to run on a server. Because a lot of the times when you play a game that has servers, the servers do a lot of the work so your machine doesn't have to. They actually they actually shoulder some of the processing weight. That's essentially what cloud-based gaming does in a more ro- in a more complete way. In a partial way, games like Sea of Thieves, they need the servers in order to run properly. You can't you can't just flip it off and just play. It's not you know what I'm saying, it's not possible. Have a thieves rank that can only be gotten from playing on the PvP servers. Not a bad idea. Sasha says the whole game design is PvE with unpredictable, exciting PvP encounters. Removing PvP removes a huge amount of the excitement and design. A lot of people think that the way that Sasha thinks. I don't actually disagree with what you said. I don't. I I I love and hate the PvP aspects of Sea of Thieves. I do. I love and hate it at the same time. I love it because of what you just said. That is true. 
you can't really replace that. You can't really replace the idea of, oh no, like you, as soon as you see him, you're like, shoot, right? And it's up to you to protect your loot. I, but at the same time, I hate it because it's like some nights I just don't want to mess with that. You know, I just want to sail and get stuff and laugh with my buddy and not have to worry about all that. Cad Jockey says the PvP aspect is why I don't play this or Atlantis or the dinosaur game that I can't remember the name of. Ark. Ark Survival Evolved is a survival game. So you're, you're dealing. I, I thought Ark Survival Evolved had non PvP servers, though, where you could basically play and be safe. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. What's good, Zubair? I voted yes, never played the game. Your arguments for it sold me. Well, thank you, Paul. Chris says, I'm fine with Pirates of the Caribbean mode being PvE, but the main mode is perfect. The PvP section keeps you on your toes, and it adds to the thrill. Rob says, I hate PvP games. I hate PvP as a single player. I'd like the option to not sweat sometimes. Agreed. Agreed. When uh, you get on, it should ask you if you choose PvP or PvE mode, or make areas be PvP like a big red area just for pvp yeah creature said something about that yesterday he's like what if they did like a dark zone on the seas where you knew if you go to that section of the map it's freaking all out war right you know where you're you're, what you're stepping into coyote says no because i've never played the game but i want to join the poll thank you coyote jer bone says i think there should be a pve only section or introduce the right incentives for pvp also would it be possible to have certain areas of the map be pve only versus other areas yeah i I don't know if that's possible there's a handful of problems with that right there's a handful of problems with that actually it might be better in sea of thieves if there was a section of the map that was pvp only you'd have to make it to where you couldn't shoot from the outside though because that's what people would do They'd sit on the outer edge and try to, like, shoot in. But I guess maybe that wouldn't work. I don't know. Uh, Gil, Gil Bates says, Not everyone wants to play PvP 24-7. Some of us just want to chill and play the game and not be bothered. In Division 2, I jump into the Dark Zone a few times a week and enjoy it, but most of the time in PvE. And I think what Gil just said is a perfect answer to what Eugene just said. Why does this feel like people are asking for a game to do something that it's not? To be something that it's not? I think it comes down to what Gil is saying. It's not that we want the game to completely change. It's just that sometimes it's like, I just don't want to deal with it. I just want to, you know what I mean? It's like 80% of the game is great, and I want to be able to go enjoy that 80% and not be bothered with that 20 pesky percent that can ruin your evening. You know? Having zones like The Division would work. For me, I would play then. PvE Tall Tales definitely. All out PvE servers is a more complicated subject. I agree, it is more complicated. I'm wondering if this is their test case. I'm wondering if this is their test case. You know? Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. This is how you do it. This would be a really good way of doing it, okay? So... The way that this is going to work is you go and click on the tall tale, and when you're in the tall tale, you're in your own instance. You don't got to worry about PvP. What if they created two arching sort of um, progressions, kind of like when you play a game and you can be good or evil? It would be kind of like that. And you could work on them at the same time. So you could be working on one one day and another one another day. And the PvP arc would be all dark and skulls and black and like. It would be the pirate's path, right? You'd be going down the pirate path. 
And the other path you would call like, I don't know, like Seafarer or something. It's mainly story-driven. You're trying to discover and find and gather, and you're, you're trying to become wealthy, but you're not necessarily interested in fighting. And you could work on those independently, and all their cosmetics and all their rewards would be in line with sort of that trajectory. And what would inevitably happen is people would be like, well, I really want to look like an awesome pirate. Okay, well, you got to take the pirate path, dude. You, you got to go into the servers and duke it out. You know, they could do something like that as well. I jump into the dark zone a couple times, but I mostly just want to explore and relax. Same, same, same. That's part of the design of the game, says Animus. Achieving Pirate Legend is a task that is made simple if you don't have to worry about other players. Tall tales are another story. And see, Animus, what you're saying would go well with what I'm saying. We wouldn't want to take that away. Achieving Pirate Legend is a huge deal, right? You don't want to take that away and be like, well, it's PvE only now. You just got to grind out for 50 hours and it's yours, you know? maybe just leave the ocean pvp because a lot of spawn killing happens at outposts and it causes new players to rage quit the game yeah griefing on the on the outpost is just ridiculous like that's one of the main reasons i think people get irritated you know what i mean pve mode for tall tales is cool because those are annoying to get raided but overall i don't mind getting robbed if i can rob back that's from jorge uh Isn't Tall Tales a PvE mode? I'm fairly certain this is the first time they're doing this because it was like an announcement. They were like, when you click on this, you, it's, there's, you're in your own instance. Fairly certain in the past you could get attacked doing these. UK stops at the five spot. Working back in the office is so difficult to watch live now. Gutted I missed the Friday show live, but I did watch afterwards. You the man, UK stops. Thank you for the five spot. Thank you to all the new subs as well. I'm seeing the new subs. Thank you very much. Another five spot from UK Stobbs. Enjoy the TV, Lono, and a big shout out to the best community there is. We'll continue to support as much as I can. Thank you, UK Stobbs. I appreciate that. For those of you that don't know, to celebrate one year on YouTube, uh, as well as Father's Day, uh, we they, they, they got me a TV. Secretly, you know, conspired to get me a TV. It's a Samsung QN90A. Is that it? Yeah, QN90A. And, uh, and then they, they raised so much money as a group and my wife did so much to get the stinking thing. It was in like another city. So she had to drive and go get it. And the highway was closed. It was a disaster, but she was such a champion. They were like, keep the extra money and get something for yourself. So she got herself an Apple watch. So she had a pretty great father's day too. (laughs) So it was a great weekend and, uh, they surprised me on stream. There's a vid with timestamps if you want to watch it. Um, Chris says, this is the first PvE-only Tall Tale. Okay. You're vulnerable in all the other Tall Tales. See, yeah, this is the literal first time they have ever done this, and that's why so many people are talking about it, because it's been a long-requested feature in the main game. And this Tall Tale will feature the ability to completely avoid PvP, you know? Me and my friends stopped playing for a few months because we couldn't finish a tall tale because we were constantly being griefed. So it's no, no, it's not PVE. Yeah, this is a brand new thing then. Thank you for sharing that, Bone Penny. And that's probably why they did it. Extra money and still no microwave. <laughs> How many votes do we have now on the poll? 300 votes on the poll, okay? If you haven't taken the poll, there's one in chat right now. Sea of Thieves. Should it add a PvE mode? 85% are saying yes. 15% are saying no. 
back up your vote in chat why did you vote yes or no dragon warlock says it would be nice if there was a mode where you could still make money but you wouldn't get any progress for the different merchants that way uh, the road to pirate legend would still be tough couple of new subs just click the sub button on the channel you'll be able to talk in my chat in about one minute we put a timer on that it keeps a lot of the spam bots away thanks for clicking sub on the channel I voted for no but I'm interested in seeing how this goes keep an open mind oh I appreciate that I appreciate that this is only tall tales so I I wouldn't be surprised if this is their if this is their test case this is their test case and they're 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 gonna see how it goes they're gonna see what the response is um, and I think that's one of the reasons is they um, they know they know it's a delicate balance. They they have to know. They they see their player behavior in the game. They know that this is a delicate balance. They also know that player perception is huge. Player perception is is enormous. Like if players perceive that the entire identity of the game is being gutted, then that's a significant thing like people are going to feel like man this isn't the game that i originally played or or i can't find anybody to grief i can't find anybody to attack the game is completely changed and now no one's playing or whatever and this is why i had my idea to say look the best way to approach this would be to have strong incentives to go into the pvp environments you know i don't like attacking other players because one i suck and two i don't want to interfere with others tall tales I, yeah, yeah. I always felt really bad. I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing, but I always felt really bad. I was like, oh, we're stealing people's stuff, you know? Love the work, Lono. Longtime follower. Congratulations on one year on YouTube. I appreciate that, Chris. I voted yes because the greatest danger to our vessel was me, and others on top of that equation doesn't balance. Yeah, this Friday is going to be a tough... It'll be a tough night, Hilly. It's... It, it you you it's like dragging an anchor, you know. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to play Sea of Thieves with Hilly. I'm just kidding. I stole our own boat. You know what I'm saying? I had my own. I had my own. Remember when I made us swim? <laughs> we swam like that a whole way to that one ship. I was like, oh, they'll never see us coming. Yeah. The incentive is stealing people's stuff that you haven't worked for. That's not a good enough incentive. You need an incentive that lands on a broader spectrum of player right you need a, a, a spectrum of player that that is like everybody loves gold everybody loves progress right everybody loves that so make that the incentive you know make that the incentive make that the hey if you do this you come in here you're gonna get way more stuff. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna like make way more progress. That's that'll motivate anybody to come and hang out. Come on, you know. A couple more people just click the subscribe button. Thank you so much for doing that. You can talk in my chat in about one minute. There's a timer on it. Uh, we do a sub only chat. Subbing is free. Subbing is totally free. We do that to the chat because it keeps the bots out. We do something in chat later that is for members only paying members can submit a question and it ends up on the screen Q&A, a live Q&A session we'll be doing that later and that is something you can take full advantage of uh, as a paying member we are trying to get the member count up to about a thousand we're in the mid 800s so if you've ever subbed to a channel we appreciate you subbing but if you've ever considered joining a channel we try to offer a lot of value uh, if you decide to become a member here increased access in our discord as well 
as cool things like live Q&A. Also, we don't want to take away from the content, though. Those of you that are listening and lurking and you're not doing a paid membership, we are not going to start putting stuff behind a paywall. Um, We are looking to launch brand new packages on the network that will be more personal vlog-style content. Uh, You guys seem to really like videos that are more about me with, like, the microphone and the phone. Uh, I got that nice microphone for, like, vlogging content. That'll probably end up launching in July. Bowers says, I voted yes because I can't stand the cheaters and the griefers and I want a fun game, not something that makes me angry and more stressed. Gaming is for escapism, not making us stressed and need a drink. And to play devil's advocate, a lot of people that love this game with PvP would tell you, then you should just play another game. That would be like saying, well, I want an easy mode in Dark Souls because I just don't want to get stressed. And anybody that loves Dark Souls would say, you're asking the game to be something that it's not. I am trying in my suggestion to allow Sea of Thieves to retain its identity without leaving people like Bowers and myself out of the picture like we want to come and play and we want to have the ability to turn that crap off every now and again and I think my suggestion is a great middle ground that would help the game retain its its pirate Sea of Thieves identity while allowing like me and my kiddos or you know on a Friday night you know, me and Hilly are drinking. Like, just let me chill. Like, just leave me the frick alone. Like, what good is it for me to boot up for two or three hours on a Friday night, get griefed and beat up, and be like, well, yeah, cool. My whole evening was wasted. I'm not, I'm not coming back to that. I'm not, I'm not going to come back and play, you know? I finished getting my license, so when I get extra money, I'll be buying coffee from you. Oh, thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. When's the update dropping day? Update's already available. Update is already available. Creature says, with the system the way that it is, why would I grind my butt off for hours when I can just sit at the port and wait for you and four other teams to grind for me? That's true. That's true. That's another issue. That's another problem with, hey, if we are, if, 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 if we really want to make money, all we got to do is sit here and wait for people. All we got to do, <laughs> all we got to do is sit here and wait. We don't have to do anything. You know, that Sea of Thieves, baby. Yeah, that's why I stopped playing. (laughs) PvP is the reason I quit GTA. Dave says maybe they should have a beginner PvE zone, just a small part of the map. Narrow Valley says, what about a passive mode that you could turn off and on like GTA Online? Yeah, I don't know. They need to increase the risk for people that are wanting to grief people. As it stands, they risk nothing at all and you get for defending yourself. See, this is actually good. This is actually good. A couple more people have pressed the sub button. Thank you so much. A lot of folks clicking sub this morning. Chime in on our poll. Cast your vote. Yes or no. We're almost at 400 votes. And do me a favor. Let us know in chat why you voted the way that you did. But I like what Mike is saying. Mike is critiquing the system within itself. And I think this is so important. This is so important. He's critiquing the system within itself. And he's essentially saying, look... (laughs) there's no risk for them they can sit at a port or they can take a totally empty ship and just set out with a totally brand new empty ship and they can just rip people off the whole night and then go back to port and make a bunch of money it's a great point there's no risk involved the risk reward element is so backwards in Sea of Thieves and this is why if you take my suggestion and you apply Mike's logic to it 
three times the progression on gold, XP, earn rate, and leveling up, that is your reward that you're risking if you if you lose your stuff. If you attack somebody and you don't get their stuff, right? Also, it could work this way. If you're wanting to be a pirate and you're wanting to steal, steal your way to gold, victory, and progress, they could make it to where not doing your own missions boy oh boy you better have a good night if you don't have a good night you wasted your time so now there's this tension the griefers are suddenly like dude if we do a couple missions we're gonna make a ton of progress we're not making any progress freaking sitting here right we're we're making less progress we need to intermix our attacking with our own work and our own missions do you see what you're doing you're actually giving them a risk reward uh, tension to make that decision right now there's no tension Hey, play all night and be like, ah, progression's really slow anyways. Let's just go and try and steal stuff from people. It's faster. The loot is that someone can steal the loot that you just stole. Right, but if you hang out in an outpost, that risk is almost non-existent. What, we're gonna, is everybody just going to hang out at outposts? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, you're just hanging out in an outpost. Is there any consequence at all? Like, at least in Fallout, you get marked for revenge? No. Nope. There's no risk whatsoever. Other than what Joey B. Playing said, the only risk is that somebody else comes and steals from you. But steals from you. But if you're hanging out near a port and you're just constantly circling a port, or you're parked, this is what a lot of people do. They scuttle their ship and they just hide on the port. So they don't. You don't even see a pirate ship. You're like, oh, port is clear. Awesome. You go and you dock and you go to bring your stuff in, and out they pop and they kill you. And you're like, what the? F-? And then you lose all your stuff. So that's one of the dilemmas with needing to take everything back to a port is that you're requiring me to do something that is extremely easy for somebody else to exploit. See, the Dark Zone had this problem in Division 1. People would just grief the entrance to the Dark Zone. You would come strutting into the Dark Zone, and then you'd get like 10 feet in, and there'd be all these guys waiting around the corner just bow, 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 and they would just kill you, and you're like, okay... If you hang out in an outpost, they just don't go to that outpost. If they don't have a ship there, they can't respawn there. So kill them and they've wasted their time. This again is the problem, Animus. If I'm playing with Hilly and four guys jump out, do you honestly think we're going to win a 2v4 ambush while I'm carrying a chest? Do you think that's going to happen? No. They're going to kill us. And the time that it takes for us to respawn, those four people, they're going to take all of our stuff. We're not, we're not going to be back in the game in time. A 2v4? No. Get out of here. I'm, now, I know they try to minimize that, but the last time we played, we, we ran into full ships every night. Big full ships. Four people. Every time. Yo, what's good, Hellfire? I played since the beta, and maybe I'm lucky, but I find the amount of times people camp at an outpost is very rare, but that's my experience. It only takes one time, homie. (laughs) It only takes one time. And then that's your memory. You know what I mean? You have to be observant. Sail around with a spyglass. Do you hear what you're saying? Do you hear what you're saying, homie? So, I come back to port with a bunch of gold. And I am supposed to sail around the island with a spyglass out. The entire time I'm doing this, by the way, I'm risking someone in the open seas seeing me and then coming and attacking me. Spying to see if anybody's waiting to grief me. (laughs) On a turn-in. Come on. 
I mean, well, you, I, come on. I, I don't want to do that. You know, you're making it work. You're making the game work. <laughs> you want to make incredibly slow progress? You want to turn in those five chests? All right. Do a couple laps. Right? Treat it like Jericho. Go around a couple times. <laughs> and then get out if you're stressed about that much about an ambush. I know, but you see what I'm saying? It's really simple. Like, number one, they should try to do something to minimize griefing on an outpost. But number two, like, you know, give me the option to avoid that every once in a while if I feel like it. They should have had added ways for you to build outposts. Russ lets you build bases and craft so that when you do get griefed, you don't lose it all, which makes it bearable. All this sounds like what you'd expect from an online pirate game. Yeah, it is. To an extent, it is, right? Eugene, if you've not played it, there are so many other ways to play the game. There are so many AI and 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 pirate things in the game that aren't real people. There are so many ways to have a pirate experience in this game without fighting a real player. You see what I'm saying? This flips both ways, Eugene, right? So the times where I played this game and never saw another living soul, did I not experience a pirate game? Did I did I not experience a, a, a pirate adventure? No, I sure did. I went and fought. There was many bosses. There were puzzles. There was buried treasure. There were there were AI pirate ships out. There was a big giant shark, the Meg. You know what I'm saying? There are plenty of things that happen in the game that give you a pirate game experience, even on the nights where you strike it lucky and you never see another living soul. And you just you just crank through some stuff. And you're like, oh, that was fun. That was pretty nice. How about a pirate bounty system to go hunt notorious pirate ships? That might be pretty good. That might be pretty good. Like, like if someone's camping out on an outpost, like if you're on an outpost longer than longer than like five minutes, it sends off a signal. You know what I mean? And the outpost is like, there's pirates here. And so you see that signal in the air and you're like, dude, let's go get those guys. They're trying to grief. They're trying to camp out the outpost. Let's go kill them. You know, or let's avoid that one. It's how they're, 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 the outpost is saying we have pirates here. Okay. They're, they're roaming around and hiding in the bushes. You know, they've been here longer than five minutes. Logged on, grabbed the story quest, got on my ship, immediately got broadsided by another player. Nah, fam. (laughs) There's an emissary system where you get rewards for taking out high-ranking ships. Yeah, that is true. There is that. Yes, yes, yes. Pirates in real life had to be careful on each nation's navy. Uh, There was real risk of being a pirate. They need to build that into the game somehow. Yeah, what set us off on the tangent that we're currently on is what Mike Faz said, okay? There's no risk in being a griefer. There's no risk. You, you, you can boot up on a Friday night and literally you and your buddies get in a ship. You don't do any missions. You have nothing in your boat. You have no risk of loss. And you can just mess with people the whole night. You can literally just ram into them, sink their boat and yours. They lose everything. You lose nothing. That's stupid. That's incredibly stupid. You could jump on their boat, three or four of you, with barrels of dynamite, run into the bottom of it, set them all down, boom, blow it up. You all die, their boat sinks, they lose everything, you lose nothing. You don't see the problem with that? Like, intrinsically, 
you're basically rewarding people that are doing nothing. They're just jerks. They're just booting up the game. They got no gold in their toe. They got nothing. If you beat them, what do you get? You don't get anything. You just get to survive. You're like, whoo, whoo, wee, wow. What do we get from that? Nothing. They're, you know, now you might get ranked with one of the emissaries or something, so you might get a little something there. But like, they don't lose anything. You don't get a tangible like, oh, here, take this back. Here's your reward. You get an achievement, maybe. Now that Disney has evolved, I'll bet anything on the British Navy and the EIT coming into play in a similar fashion like they did in Pac Online. I don't even know what that. I don't know what that is. Oh, pirate was it? Pirates of the Caribbean Online was that a game? <clears throat> Never played the game, but what if you were limited to sealing only one chest per encounter? Nah, I don't know if that would work though. You know, pirates are jerks. Who knew? <laughs> uh. In Division 2, there's no risk to rogue to be rogue police. The rogues take all the risk, and I think the PvPers and Sea of Thieves don't want the game screwed up the way that the DZ is. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> uh, couple other subscribers hitting that sub button. Thank you for doing that. Thanks for subscribing to the channel. That enables you to talk in my chat, so feel free to chime in. You got You can vote on our poll. Right now, we're asking the audience. We've got almost 500 votes. Sea of Thieves. Should it add a PvE mode, right? Should it? 81% are saying yes, it should. And 19% are saying no. No, it shouldn't. I wasn't here for a sec. Did you talk about how Rare added a five or six player ship to increase the number of ships in the lobby? I didn't talk about that. If they, if they hinted at wanting to do that? They could add an element where you can bank loot immediately for less reward or uh, or go reward port for more risk, less reward oh, more reward, right, right, right yeah yeah, I mean, you certainly could do something where like, as soon as you complete the mission, you could be like oh, let's just bank it, you know what I mean let's just bank it a bunch more people just click subscribe man, thank you so much for doing that appreciate you being here Thank you so much for supporting the channel. Let us know in chat why you voted yes or no on the poll. Pretty big debate this morning. I think it's been a good discussion. This is something we do pretty regularly on the channel. Um, I am a safer work broadcaster. So a lot of people throw me on in the background like radio, like video game radio. Now the morning on this channel we do a talk show. The afternoon is reserved for gameplay. So we will be playing Sea of Thieves Pirate's Life this afternoon. So we appreciate you guys being here today. AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution is out today. Might be worth looking at it. Okay, okay. That would be nice, says Mike, but you're still not adding any risk for the griefers. They need to be risking gold or EXP or something. Right now, they either win and gain or they lose and try again for free. Hey, what's good, RT? How are you, RT Mayday? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I hope you're well. Imagine, says Void X, if they added ship curses depending on what they do in Pirates. Oh, like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question would be, what happens if they just scuttle the ship? Because couldn't they just come, mess with you, wreck you, scuttle their ship, and start over? Like, if they if they successfully like wreck a ship, destroy a ship, or steal gold, they get cursed for like what? an hour or something 
Wouldn't adding a PvE mode inflate the value of gold? No. No. What you would do is a PvE mode would be a lot slower progression. Probably about what the progression is now. I don't think the progression in Sea of Thieves is very fast. And if you went into the PvP areas, the gold progression, XP progression, everything would be significantly higher. So the risk-reward would be in a better relationship. It's like, well, we're risking getting attacked, but the reward is significantly higher, so it's well worth it. What if they had a traveling merchant that you could use to bank bounties and whatnot out on the sea? Well, then people could... Yeah, but then again, people could just grief that. They would just stay nearby, and they'd see a ship come near, and then they would just sail out to the merchant and just wreck you. Hit the like button. Let's get to 400. Yeah, if you're enjoying the show this morning, thank you for all the likes. We've already gotten uh, over 300. Let's aim for 400. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning. A couple more subs just came in. Thanks for smashing that sub button. Maybe the pirate gets cursed for a time limit. Yeah, like an hour your ship is cursed, and if your ship is cursed, it's harder for you to hide out or something. So, like, it gets harder and harder to be a griefer. Like, your first, your first, you know, attack of the night, cool. After that, it's harder for you to sneak around the open seas. Like, maybe your boat gets, like, a smoky black thing that rolls off of it that we can kind of see in the distance to avoid you or... Again, maybe outposts need some kind of a warning system like, oh, there are known pirates at this outpost. If you hang out at an outpost longer than like, like I said, I think I think longer than like five to seven minutes and it should be alerting people like, dude, there's pirates hanging out here. They just scuttle their ship and they're hiding in the in the they're hiding in the buildings and in the bushes. Lots of games have managed the PvP versus PvE issue. They can do it. Jaggy says, force pirates into using certain ports to sell their booty. That way, pirates will be ganking pirates. Oh. Yeah, okay, that's not a bad suggestion. Like, the idea of stolen booty, right? Giggity. Stolen booty would only be tradable at a certain merchant because it's considered it's considered cursed, right? Because it's blood, it's, it's got blood on it, right? And so you you would you as a as a pirate as a griefer, it would be harder for you to get rid of that. So it w- at the very least, if they wanted to reap the benefit of taking you out and stealing all your stuff, they know. It, well, the game could do this in relation to the map and where you are. It could say, "Hey, the merchant that's willing to buy this is over here." So every time they have a successful plunder it's a little bit harder for them to sell the plunder. But what real Soviet Onion is saying, they don't do it for the loot. They're just being jerks. They don't freaking care. They're just going to sink you and move on to the next. They're going to sink you, sink their own ship, wreck their own ship, and not care. They'll just scuttle it and start over. You know what I mean? couple more people just click sub, man. Thanks for doing that. Um, Comic Book News says Disney Star Wars distances itself from Kathleen Kennedy, so it is starting to happen. I I wouldn't be surprised if they if they did it internally months ago to try to keep it quiet, just to just to be nice, and they're just going to slowly edge her out. It's all about Favreau and Filoni. You don't need her. You don't need her. She she can. I'm sure she's talented, gifted, and intelligent. Put her on something else. You know. Put her on something else. That's, I mean, that's what I would do if I was in charge. I'm not in charge, but if I were in charge, that's what I would do. 
Tainted booty. Right, it'd be tainted booty. Are you going to take the tainted booty to the north? And then you wouldn't be able to do anything with it. But I think it is true that griefers don't do it for the loot. So you got to create some sort of a, a risk reward for the griefers, man. You got to. I, I don't know. Sea of Thieves has more issues than PvP. Even people on your own crew grief you sometimes. Well, that's between you and your homies. Okay? That's between you and your homies. If you got homies that are griefing you, then... <laughs> you know... You, that's on you. That's not on Rare. That's not on the game designers to protect you from your jerk friends. <laughs> Isn't the new multiplayer from Battlefield 2042 meant to be today? I don't know. We are discussing that. I've got that on the micro news for later. Uh, We cover a lot of gaming news topics. So right now we're covering Sea of Thieves of Pirate's Life not having PvP and we're debating it in chat. Again, if you click the sub button, that enables you to chime in in chat and let us know how you voted on the poll. There's a poll. You don't got to leave. The poll is in chat. And we're also going to be talking about Ghost of Tsushima rumors coming to PC, rumors about Bloodborne PS5 remaster, and how Battlefield 2042 maps are not necessarily going to be bigger, but they're using clustering. They're using clustering. Roy says, the PvP-enabled work for WoW. If you don't want to get messed up, you go on with your day. If you enable it, you get more gold, XP, and rep. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not some genius. I, I came up with that yesterday, and... That was rattling around in my brain, probably because I've played other games that were like that, or I've heard of other games that are like that. Do you know? Like I, I said that yesterday. I was like, you would still have people like myself going into the PvP arena. Why? Well, because you, you're gonna get you're gonna get more gold, more XP, more reward, and so the griefers would still have people to grief. Now, I still think intrinsically, right? I still think intrinsically, you need some way to create risk-reward for the griefers. There should be some level of risk-reward for the griefers. You need it. You need some way to say, listen, like, if, if you're going to be booting up and just chasing people down, there's got to be an, a give and take there. There's got to be a give and take. You shouldn't be able to just wreck the server all night long and have zero consequences, right? That just, uh, to me, to me, that doesn't make any sense. I I think you need some measure, some measure of of consequences intrinsic to the game, intrinsic to the way that the game runs. And if you don't do that, even, even even all of our suggestions this morning, you're still going to run into that problem of... People can grief all night long, no consequence. Nothing really happens. They can just beat the snot out of a server, and everybody just has to kind of put up with it. You know? I, I think that's good feedback. Bounty system for the griefers seems like a good idea. Yeah, you would need a way to not be able to avoid it, right? Like, as soon as a bounty's on your head, you just leave and come back or something. It would need to be like, no, any if you play within the next 24 hours, you got a bounty on your head for an hour. You got to play for an hour of playtime with a bounty on your head. Everybody can see where you are, you know? Penalty for them failing is their time. 
Is there a difference between griefers and people who like to get their resources from plundering other people? Yes, Quad, there is a pretty big difference between griefers and people who are actually trying to get their resources from plundering other people. Griefers don't care. They're just going to kill you, sink your ship, and move on. They don't give a rip about taking your gold or your chest. The longer you chase... Uh, the longer you chase only people and grief them, the higher your chance of getting a kraken or storm or something that can destroy them. Right, but again, if they don't care, if they don't have anything that they're risk losing on their boat, and they're wasting the perfect person's time that they're chasing, you know, they're chasing somebody who can't do what they want to do the entire time they're getting chased. That happened to me in Hilly the one night. It took us 35 minutes to get these guys to freaking leave us alone. 35 minutes that's annoying there are literally times where i'm like it'd be easier just to jump off the ship scuttle it and just move on and be like you're not going to get our stuff you know what i mean pride gets in the way you're like no because i think they still would get your stuff doesn't it just float to the surface even if you scuttle wow got that too says roy killed enough people in the open world you got a bounty on your head making the person worth everyone in the area to come gang up on yeah Soviet Onion says, the real question is, why would the devs punish the griefers that hard since they are players? It's not that you punish them. You create healthy risk-reward. You have to create healthy risk-reward. And at the current juncture, it doesn't feel like the relationship between risk and reward is in balance and healthy. It feels like it's unhealthy. It feels as if you can boot up the game, play in one particular way, and there's literally no risk. Like, let's put the shoe on the other foot here, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna speak as somebody who's anti-PVE. And somebody who's anti-PVE is like, oh, that's a joke. That's a joke. Nobody can attack you. No one can take your gold. You're a noob. Really? Okay, Mr. Griefer, what do you do every night that's so challenging and hard and risk-laden? You hide on an outpost? You ride around on a ship that has no gold on it, no treasure, nothing you could lose, and you just beat up on people who are either not paying attention because they're on the island, or they're in a smaller boat, or they have less people playing. Oh, you're so skilled. Look at you with your zero risk. Do you see? It cuts both ways. If I played PvE all night, you'd be like, oh, that was, that was easy mode. No risk bunch of bots and AI chasing you. Okay, well, griefing all night does is the same thing. Zero risk of loss. Zero risk of truly being challenged. And if somebody actually beats you, you, there's, you don't lose anything. You're like, nah, you're playing PvE too. You just don't realize it. You're just griefing people with zero risk, zero treasure loss, progression loss, no skin in the game. Just picking on people that aren't paying attention. You're playing PvE and you won't admit it. <laughs> That's what a griefer's doing. Now I get it. I get it. Going out of the high seas and getting into fights and getting into battles, sure, it's fun, it's intense, it can be awesome. But that's generally the problem. Is you don't you can do it all night and you're not risking anything same as if I played PvE I'm not really risking anything unless I die to some AI uh, Captain J says I'm basically a shipwright as a crew member I run around outposts with a storage box or jump overboard whenever I see barrels uh, but my PvP is absolute yeah PvP players create risk for themselves huh? 
now I got spawn camp the other night by a full galley crew we didn't even have any loot right they're just gonna spawn camp you you don't even have any loot yet you just like start your evening and there they are waiting for you they should not have it where you instantly go to the ferry because then you can capture them oh I see what you're saying I see what you're saying no pvp there is no pvp when you initiate the tall tale of a pirate's life that's the only part of the game that will not have pvp right now the rest of the game has pvp the reason they're doing this is while you're working on the story or talking to captain jack sparrow or fighting against uh you know um Barbosa's not in it Davy Jones while you're fighting against Davy Jones they don't want other people to come and mess with you you're, you're, you're playing a story that's the only part of the game right now that will not have PvP so if you're new and you're just tuning in we have a poll going on in the chat right now closing in on 600 votes should Sea of Thieves add a PvE mode 80-20 80% of the people that voted today they, they, they think man you know I want a PvE mode. I really, really do. I think it would make... I think a lot of people would play who are presently not playing because they're like, that's why I stopped playing. It's like hanging out on the street and sucker punching passers-by and calling it boxing. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You're real brave. You're a real great PvP pirate player as you sucker punch people coming back to port or... Again, you're out in a bigger ship with a bigger crew picking on people, and you got no skin in the game, no risk of losing anything. I just tried to do a pirate's life, and it got stuck, and I got stuck on what to do. Well, I will be jumping into a pirate's life in about two hours. We will be playing it on this channel live. We do gameplay in the afternoons, and we do a conversation and a, and a talk show in the morning. So, if you're here right now and you haven't clicked subscribe yet, you can click subscribe, talk in chat, take our poll, let me know what you think, whether you agree or disagree with me. That's what we do here. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster, so a lot of people treat me like gaming radio. They listen to me in the morning, Monday through Friday, and we appreciate you being here. We also do live Q&A in the second half of the show. That is something reserved for members only. And you can become a member by clicking the join button or using the join command. That supports me directly. It's a paid membership, but it gets you all kind of benefits on our Discord, as well as the daily live Q&A sessions. What about what about parlay for griefers? You're still wasting my time. What I got to parlay and talk to you? I don't want to do that. Leave me leave me alone. You know, a couple people just hit subscribe. Thank you for doing that. At the very least, you could make the outpost a safe zone. So if you make it back, you're good putting pressure on the pursuer to get you before you make it within a certain radius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I always said in the dark zone, there should be a radius around the entrance where if you try to grief it, you get shot at. Like, once you enter, you have a certain amount of time to get past it. Because obviously you don't want to, like, enter and have these bots shooting at you. But once you're in the dark zone for longer than, like, two minutes, you can't go back and grief. You're going to get shot at. You'd have to, like, push a button to say, oh, I'm exiting, which means you put your guns away and you can't do combat or you're going to get shot. Yeah, you can do something like that when you get to the outpost. It just starts annihilating your ship unless you have, like, a certain flag up or something. And so if they're trying to attack you, they're going to get ripped to shreds by the outpost to make it like, hey, this is a safe haven. There's no fighting here, you know? <clears throat> Sometimes I just want to chill, not doing any quests, 
Got no loot yet, and I still get griefed. Don't sink my sloop, just spawn camped until I leave the server. Right, exactly. Right. Take Lono's poll. That's right. We might do another one. We already have over 600 votes on this one. We should consider doing another one. I'm trying to think of another question um, that would be centered around this debate. Like, is non-PVP making you come back to the game or something like that? I'm interested in how many people are actually like, I walked away, I'm coming back because I can play Pirates of the Caribbean, basically, and not have to worry about PVP. You know what I mean? They did that for the normalized DZs in Division 2. Oh, did they do it? Hmm. Start a team that camps for campers. <laughs> the Sheriff of the High Seas. The Sheriff of the High Seas. That's right. That's right. Save it for Q&A. Oh, do a poll during Q&A. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yo, Whitlock says, put Tortuga in the game and make it a neutral zone for all players and then add a duel option if they feel inclined. It would be pretty good to have a duel. Like a, like a duel, like a face-off thing. That would be pretty dope. Like you go up to somebody and you can't shoot your guns or do any combat, but you can get out a glove and whack, you like hit him in the face. <laughs> They're like, you son of a gun. No, I don't want to duel right now. And they start insulting you and you're like, all right. <laughs> you like fall for it every time. You're like, well, they insulted my mom, so I gotta do this. And you lose your gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, dueling for loot. You could put, like, loot, like, you could, like, throw a bunch of treasure on the on the island, you know, like, right there in the sand. There's, like, a pile of it. You're like, wham! Who's next? Sometimes I spawn in, and there's a team up somewhere I can't see them, and they just keep killing me. Yeah, yeah, outpost griefing, I would think, needs to be addressed at some point. You know? Drunken duels, you can only fight with fists and you have to agree upon the level of inebriation. <laughs> right, right, like you get certain benefits the more you drink. So like you get to like drink number five and you're gonna and you can take more hits because you're more drunk, but you're way less accurate. <laughs> but it's three drinks, you're like you're you're still a little bit more accurate, but you don't quite have the health of the of the drunkard, you know? And you get into these drunken boxing matches you know and you're like I can't beat him he's had seven drinks he's just it's like I'm punching a wall (laughs) but he's missing the entire time because he's like staggering that'd be great maybe you stop the griefers by asking them to play if they play Fortnite and if they do they won't attack yeah yeah (laughs) so we were playing on a Friday night and we ran into a live player and he was like yo you like Fortnite and I didn't have my mic set up so I couldn't talk to him and he was like, he was like, all right, see you later. It was like big gulps, huh? All right, see you later. And he just like went off and he went, jumped in the water and he went to the mermaid and then, uh, and then he, and then he, he left. <laughs> he just left. It was kind of funny. They do that in division two. It doesn't work. Turrets on the doors. Yeah, you're still going to be able to go a certain level, a certain amount of feet away from the the choke point and still grief people. <laughs> you're still going to be able to do it, you know? I wonder if we can hit a thousand votes on a poll in chat. It's at 640. If you haven't voted on the poll in chat, cast your vote. I'm interested in just how long. 50 minutes ago. I'm wondering how many votes we can get in an hour. We're at 50 minutes. So if you haven't voted on the poll, do so. 
and then let us know why you voted the way you did. You do need to be a sub to talk in chat, though. I think the sunken outpost in the new quest could be based on Port Royal as historically. It happened. Just an interesting little tidbit. Oh, really? Joshua says, I only played Sea of Thieves once and put it down. I'm downloading it again because the Jack Sparrow add-on. Tips for a new single player? Um, well, tips for a new single player would be obviously you're going to pick the small boat. You're going to pick the small boat. Um, you can look over the railing at the map to see where you're going. That is something people kind of forget. They go down to look at the map to think like, oh, am I on the right path or not? You can turn around from the tiller and you can look down and see the map. You just kind of have to wait for the boat to do its thing. That's a really nice tip to help a solo player. You'll waste a lot less time running down and checking the map. Um, Get your sails up for more control once you're close to an island. Um, That can help, you know? That That can be a big, big help couple more people uh, press the sub button. Thanks for pressing the sub button on the channel. We need to get Lono on the Final Fantasy XIV grind. It's really friendly for casual play. I just don't know, RT. I don't know if, the, if people would support me playing a game like that. What do I do? I'm on the ferry. I'm stuck. You gotta wait for the door to open and walk through the door. Eventually, like, a bell sounds and you can walk through the door. I'm telling you, with Disney on board, you're gonna get the Navy, EIT, Port Royal... I bet they bring all of Pirates of the Caribbean online. Oh, I bet. I bet. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's why they're experimenting with non-PVP because they want people they want people to have fun. Disney has Disney has skin in the game now. They're not going to let that happen. They're not going to let it be a frustrating or griefed experience. They don't want to see that. They don't want to see their name associated with that. You know, they're going to want it to be fun. It's 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 Disney. It's it's you know, they want you to have uh, a magical experience, you know? That's 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 100% a part of of what's uh, of what's going on. I wouldn't be surprised if they have stuff slated for the rest of this year, just totally free updates slated for the rest of the year, you know? You definitely need to get into Final Fantasy 14. I'd be interested in watching Lono try Final Fantasy XIV, but I don't know if he could play it that long enough. Uh, I've been playing it for like the last week. I've really been enjoying it so far. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I just have to be realistic. I just have to be realistic in my own expectations about whether or not I can play a game like that, you know? It may be a marketing project for a new Pirates movie in the future. You know, the fact that Jack Sparrow's involved, if they were to do that, I would really love it. That would be such a win for, for Johnny Depp, for, for Disney to bring him back in and to do a Pirates movie. That'd be huge for him after all the crap that happened. I'm in his corner 100%. I've got personal reasons that I really am, you know, obviously very angry about what happened to him. But like, man, come on. Put this guy back on the bill, you know? Put this guy back on the bill. You need hundreds of hours just for the story? Do you need to have an understanding of Final Fantasy to enjoy Final Fantasy XIV? I've never played any of those games. I don't know. I think you can just jump in, Fat. That's a game to try off-stream. Watching people play Final Fantasy is not the most entertaining, especially new players. Ronald sa- RT Mayday says, The base game is rough and a tad slow, but the DLCs are amazing from what I've heard from dozens of people. Don't play Final Fantasy XIV if you only intend to put two hours in total in it ever. It's not the play. 
I think there are two new Pirates movies in development and apparently he's not part of either. That would be a big surprise though, you know. They will bring everything Pirates of the Caribbean eventually. They officially open the door for so much more. Just give it time. I'd be good. That'd be good. Obviously, that means Kira Knightley could be involved too. Same with Orlando Bloom. Almost 700 votes on the poll chat. Almost 700. Quick question. Am I the only one here that's encountered a hacker in Sea of Thieves? The guy teleported on our ship, teleported away with my Reaper's bounty chest right in front of me. No, yeah, there are cheaters in Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try and report them. There are people that can rapid fire the um, the cannons. They can rapid fire cannons. They can teleport. Uh, we had some people one night that like like their cannon shot like crazy, and all of a sudden there was a guy on our boat. Yeah, yeah. Gameplay looked cool, but I didn't know if I'd be totally lost. Ashen says you do not need an understanding of Final Fantasy lore. Its lore is all contained in itself with Easter eggs to the various Final Fantasy games. Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley weren't even in the newest movie, I'm pretty sure. Right, but if they're going to comb back through all the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, I'm assuming they would work their way through some of those stories, right? It gets so annoying. Yeah. Cheaters in a PvP game? What? <laughs> ESO, on the other hand, is actually pretty brilliant right now. Biggest barrier for us with you know Elder Scrolls Online is that you can't you can't play together. Um, there's no crossplay. We were thinking of doing that and like creating guilds and all this other stuff. You can't without crossplay. It's, it's it's kind of a lost cause, you know. It's kind of a lost cause. You 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 would need you would need the ability to to <laughs> you'd need the ability to to play all together. Or we're not really I, we wouldn't be able to do much with ESO. It would take too long to get enough people to have a guild on all three platforms. You know what I mean? Here nightly and Orlando Bloom. We're at the end of the latest movie. Oh, they were at the end of the latest movie. Okay, okay. They do a macro for the cannon, so it's auto-reload soon as it fires, or they use actual hack, so it's always loaded. We had rapid fire. It was, I mean, it was like a machine gun. It was like, thoo, 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 thoo. And it was like, they just ripped through our ship. It was like, and then we were sinking. I was like, what? Like, what just happened? People are like, yeah, there's really good players in the game. I'm like, I don't think that's what that was. Not only does this open the door for Sea of Thieves, one could think of Grounded in Bugs Life IP or a new game with engine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that game Grounded. Mm-hmm. Whitlock says, on Stranger Tides, already mentioned in this update, that's a four-hour movie, so I guarantee they'll dive into all the movies. Oh, okay, okay. Trying to get to level 490 to play the new content. So much I can do. I love it. Blue Rage says, I tried to do it, but I don't think I can. I haven't done any of the story content. Huh. I watched a guy do that with an eye of reach. I don't know what you're referring to. Pirates of the Caribbean Online was such an underrated and good game. It was silly and it was fun, had multiple ways to engage or not engage. I wonder if that's why this partnership happened, is maybe they had a bunch of plans for that and they were like, you know what, it'd be better off in Rare's hands. Just hand it to them, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, Final Fantasy has crossplay. Yeah, yeah. Final, San- Final Fantasy has crossplay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so... 
Final Fantasy 14 is a worthwhile game. There's tons of stuff to do, and you can play with people on PC and PS4. On PS4, they have a trial version if you want to try it out. Works for the PS5 too. The rifle was rapid fire, basically. There was a thing that they they, they disabled too, didn't they? 714 votes in just 58 minutes. Thanks everybody who took the poll asking the question. You can see it in chat right now. You don't have to leave to take the poll like we used to. Sea of Thieves, should it add a PvE mode? And uh, a lot of you weighed in. And a lot of you said yes. The majority uh, weighed in and said yes that it should. Uh, Does anyone remember Skull and Bones? Wonder if it'll ever actually release? Didn't they recently talk about how didn't it get completely reset they're like rebooting it because they want to make it more than strictly pvp i swear that was a thing we recently heard because it wasn't at ubisoft forward they that and prince of persia just weren't there and i thought we heard that like skull and bones went back to the drawing board and they were like we got to reboot this this isn't gonna work which is interesting because I don't know what they're going to do then. What are they going to have PVE elements? You're going to get too close to being like Sea of Thieves. They'll just be compared. My eyes rapidly perked up this morning hearing Ghost of Tsushima on PC. It was rumored a while ago. Obviously, those rumors felt a little bit more likely to come to fruition uh, when when they... uh, when they brought out that well they didn't bring it out there was a leaked document saying that Sony wanted to put more of their games on PC and they had Days Gone and Uncharted 4 listed so um, if you be here for longer than 5 minutes and haven't dropped a like you need your, you need to be uh, keel hauled or ye lice respawn <laughs> thank you so much yeah guys smash that like button get us to our 400 likes you're the best Thank you to all the new subs. I see a couple other new subs rolling in. Thank you for clicking the sub button. You guys are awesome. Really big day. We will be playing Pirate's Life later this afternoon, probably in about uh, about two hours or so. We still have a lot more show left to do. We got Q&A. We got micro news. We cover more than just one topic a day, but the main topic today was uh, a Sea of Thieves. Uh, sea of Thieves of Pirate's Life. Not having PvP. And we'll go ahead and... Um, 735 votes in one hour on that poll. See if these should add a PvE mode. Thank you everybody who voted on that poll. We greatly appreciate that. If you want to get some last minute votes in, do that. <clears throat> I'm not sure what old Captain J said, but I'm sure it's mean. <laughs> Dark Rose, Switch Pro. <laughs> if we don't get Lono Beard in full costume during gameplay today, I'm going to riot. I don't have any of that stuff anymore, dude. I don't have any of that costume stuff. My kids ended up with all of it. I have no idea where any of it is. Have you heard the leak Sony doing a game event this month and will be showing a God of War trailer? I have not heard that. We will obviously cover that when it happens. I have really enjoyed variety game coverage with you guys. We've really, I think, turned a good corner with E3. Uh, and yesterday and today, things are looking really, really solid. Uh, I will be out of town July 1st through the 5th. That's only going to end up turning into a Thursday and a Friday with no stream. And then that Monday. So not going to be a lot, like not going to be a lot, but there will be a couple of days there where there won't be streams. I will do short uploads though here on the channel to keep you guys updated. Um, I can picture Lono being the bartender at a pirate bar. <coughs> if you could highlight comments on the poll, that'd be cool. 
Well, I've tried to be really good about when you guys weigh in on why you voted the way that you voted. I'd, I'd responded to basically everybody uh, that 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 chimed in. I, I did I did my best. I know people liked having their comments read on the poll, but we really had we really had some good discussions with the poll being in chat, and then Q and A is your opportunity to have your comments show up on screen. So. What we should, uh, what we should probably do, what we should probably do is actually let me give you my talk here, and then if you stick around, we will do another poll and we'll do live Q and A for the members uh, about both Sea of Thieves and the rumors about Ghost of Tsushima on PC, the rumors about a Bloodborne uh, rem- uh, remaster for PS5, and then the talks about Battlefield. Uh, maps not being larger but they're going to be doing clustering so and stick around for see if these gameplay as well <clears throat> Lono's kids same size as his kids confirmed no no they took it all and used it like they were my daughter turned I had like the headscarf I think she turned that into like she was like tying like tying it around like one of her animals necks and said it was like a leash or something and then the clothes, the actual clothes, I don't know where those are. I think those are gone. I think those are gone. Davy Jones needs to be added to the online world for everyone to engage. He should be, uh, and he should be able to summon the Kraken and Megs to attack ships, make him respawn every 30 minutes. It seems like he was going to be out in the world. They were putting like his, his face, he had like a cloud in the sky with like his face or whatever. So, um... Let's now what I'm about to do is a recorded segment that hits another channel. If you prefer uploads, uh, you can support the shorts channel. If you prefer like four minute and six minute uploads, that is available to you. Um, and that's something that we do in the show. So you get my thoughts if you're here, but you can use other channel as well. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be my thoughts on Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, not having PvP. First ever thing to happen in Sea of Thieves to not have PvP elements. If you're watching this on my shorts channel, thank you so much. Click subscribe and the bell button for more short gaming news videos like this. Or you can check out my main channel, SNTR Presents, where we do live shows throughout the week. So this launched the day I recorded this, June 22nd, and VentureBeat reported on this because a lot of folks were curious how exactly this was going to play out because the PvP debate in Sea of Thieves has been around for a while. So this is the report here. Are you a Pirates of the Caribbean fan who is worried about finding a crew or other players before starting a Pirate's Life? Don't be. Rare has created the story so that its crews of one, two, three, or four players can enjoy it. The difficulty and gameplay will scale based on the size of your party. Playing by yourself may sound like a lonely experience for a game that prides itself on co-op multiplayer, but you will have Jack Sparrow along to help you. He'll assist you during fights by manning the cannons, and if you're exploring the open seas, you can find him looking at your map and commenting on the names of the game's many islands. So, you will have him along with you now this is one of the reasons that they're shutting pvp off it really wouldn't work well i don't think to have like an npc along for the ride and to then have him be you know maybe he's getting shot maybe somebody else is getting shot it would it really wouldn't work for uh story immersion purposes to have that happening so pvp will be turned off and that does drive a lot of questions about the game and about the you know the nature of uh of sea of thieves 
and what exactly uh, that means. I hadn't moved my mouse in long enough, so my monitor literally just turned off. I had been sitting on this screen for too long. So, let me scroll down here. The central debate, okay, the central debate about this has been going on for a while, okay? The PvP and PvE debate in Sea of Thieves has been around since the game launched in early 2018. It is always broken to two camps whenever folks advocate for different modes to be added to the game. Those who are against a PvE-only mode or PvE servers, they typically say things like, it's a pirate game, or it's literally called Sea of Thieves. And while I understand these arguments, and they get at the core of the game's identity, I, I believe that they do, you need to have that element present in some way, it still to this day seems horribly lopsided. We discussed this morning how you can grief for an entire evening at no risk at all to yourself. You don't lose anything, you don't have anything in your ship, you don't have any treasure, you can just mess with people all evening. Zero risk and potentially all the reward. Now, when you're like me and you love to see a PvE only option, it breaks down very simply. I'm not going to play a game that can, in the most literal sense be a waste of my time you can play for two or three hours get attacked lose all your stuff and you've made literally no progress you've done virtually nothing other than get maybe a little bit of gold out of the chest you don't move anything you don't progress anything you just lose all of your progress and it's incredibly frustrating so what did i and many other players like me do we just stopped playing we just stopped playing we took a poll today in chat with over uh, eight, it's got 800 votes. Yes was the response. 78% said yes, they should add a PvE only mode. It is a desired and sought after thing, but the problem is, what would that do to the heart and soul of Sea of Thieves? It has been out for three years, so how could it work? One of the primary problems with offering a completely PvE experience is that it would potentially drive everyone away from the PvP servers and leave those looking for a cutthroat high seas experience with slowly nobody left to fight, attack, or loot. It would just become a bit of a ghost land. No one would be playing. People would prefer just to go to PvE, make their progress, and just be left alone. And that's the real rub. In order to play this game with a PvP mindset, you need folks to bully, grief, and steal from. You need that if you want to play as a pirate and you want to attack people you need people in the server to attack and steal from for many the issue is that the risk is great and the reward is a terribly slow progression toward the amount of things you can use in what is essentially pirate dress up i'm not slamming the game i like the game but that's essentially what this game is it's pirate dress up it's a very casual reward for an incredibly risky and potentially hardcore grindy slow progression system The easiest way to get people to still go into a PvP environment would be to create a strong motivator. Give three times the XP, gold, and progression earn rate whenever you go into a PvP server, leaving a PvE server less appealing and super casual and slow. Then, the risk-reward relationship would make more sense. I'm going into a PvP environment because I'm going to get triple the progression in gold, but I know I'm risking getting attacked and having things stolen from me. And then it would be easy to kind of make up the difference. If you get attacked, you're like, no big deal. As long as we complete a couple of missions, we'll make up the difference with the three times progression rate as opposed to being on a PvE only server. And then when you're like me, you want to kick back, crack a few beers with a buddy, you could do it in a PvE environment and not have your entire evening ruined or frustrated. 
Lastly, let's talk about how identity is important. Recently, we discussed the desire to see games like Elden Ring and other games developed by From Software not being able to implement an easy mode because the request is fundamentally asking the game to be something else. Reviewers want an easy mode because then they can fly through the game faster, but then they really wouldn't be reviewing Elden Ring. They really wouldn't be reviewing Elder, uh, uh, Dark Souls or Sekiro. They wouldn't be re- actually reviewing the real game. They'd be reviewing some other version of it. So to an extent, I understand how delicate a game's identity can be because a simply like mode addition to a game that you know can completely demolish its identity or it can corrupt the artistry and the aim of the developers. I do think there's a middle ground for Sea of Thieves that it would allow PvP servers to be very popular and honestly probably preferred while opening up the funnel and the accessibility of the game to casual players or even younger gamers who just want to relax and sail the high seas. As always, if you like this video, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. So there's my thoughts. Uh, there's my thoughts on on how I think they could do it, why I think it's it's so, so important, uh, and, and why I don't want to take away from the identity of the game, you know? Lono branching out has been great. Too talented to be stuck on a single game. Thank you, Dustin. Um, I appreciate all the new folks that are here today. I just saw some more subs hit the sub count. Thank you so much for smashing the sub button. You can still take our poll. I'm going to leave it up for a little bit longer. Let's see if we can hit 1,000 votes. We just got into the 800s. Should see if thieves add a PVE mode. Let us know. Sway the vote. A lot more people are saying no now. A lot more see if these fans probably coming in. 77 saying yes, down from 85. So you guys are swaying the vote. If you haven't chimed in yet, do it. And then let me know in chat why you voted the way that you did. Now we have other things that I want to make sure and cover today. And we're going to try something new. All right. We're going to try something a little bit new where instead of putting the uh, instead of putting the words on the screen we are going to have a video on the screen and that's going to enable me to have a video that looks a little bit nicer and this first video is going to be about Ghost of Tsushima on PC and why these rumors are dr- getting drummed up again alright so this is uh, one of the sections of the of the show that gets recorded and put on the SNTR Shorts channel. If you like short uploads, please go subscribe to that channel and support it. I appreciate everybody who does support that channel. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one is going to be about Ghost of Tsushima potentially coming to PC. This rumor is getting more traction yet again. If you like these short gaming news videos, please click subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss the upload. So what if gaming reported on this? And a few weeks ago, a presentation by Sony revealed that Uncharted 4 could be the next major title headed to PC. However, it seems Ghost of Tsushima for PC could also be a possibility. If you didn't see that leak, basically what happened was there was a document that got leaked and it showed Uncharted 4 and Days Gone and Sony stressing they wanted more of their titles coming to PC. Now, prior to that leak, it was already rumored that God of War and Ghost of Tsushima could be headed to the PC. Days Gone on PC, if you haven't played it, is one of the best PC ports I have ever played. Well worth your time if you haven't checked it out. Now, more from this report, according to the Reddit thread, it's been pointed out that 
the only on PlayStation branding has been removed from the Amazon page and the PlayStation Direct page for the game. So the exclusivity like only on PlayStation, that that little like label is no longer there both on Amazon and the PlayStation Direct page. Currently, PS4 exclusives that have yet to release on PC, such as Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us 2, they still hold the only on PlayStation branding. This branding was removed on some cross-gen PS4, PS5, like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, and other titles. Even PlayStation exclusive titles no longer have the only on PlayStation branding, as is the case with Demon's Souls or Returnal. With the removal of the only on PlayStation branding, this could be the first hint that this could either be the PS5 version. However, others are more inclined to believe that this should be the case of Death Stranding, where the game could head to PC as early as a year. So there are already titles that have done this, and so this could be an indication of what titles are heading to PC. Could also be an indication that we start to see PS5 versions of the game. Now, if you haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, it is absolutely beautiful and worth playing. I would recommend holding off on getting a PS5 if you can do it, if you can withhold the temptation, because it is absolutely stunning and brilliant. They did an update to it for PS5. They did not do a whole new version, though. They didn't do that. They did an update to give it the higher frame rate and the higher resolution. It does dynamic resolution scaling to maintain the 60 frames per second, so when I play it on my brand new television, it looks absolutely breathtaking now one of my critiques of the game is his armor in this scene his hat and his outfit are some of my favorite uh, that we got to see in early early game press releases of this game unfortunately I would love to see a transmog system come to this game because you end up settling on one or two armor sets that are probably the best and and the most worth wearing that's one of the things that kind of frustrated me about uh, Ghost of Tsushima I have that's like my only minor gripe I think it's a work of art I'm still completing the game it's one of the greatest games I have ever played and for it to come to PC would be a really really big win for Sony Horizon Zero Dawn also came to PC had some stability issues and has since worked those out. I found that limiting that game to a 60 frames uh, refresh rate significantly helped the performance of that game on my PC. Days Gone, however, ran beautifully. So the more games we could see eventually land on PC, I say the better for the Sony platform. However, the biggest problem they're going to have right now is the saturation of PS5 taking too long. So any games that they would like to eventually kick over to PC, like Horizon Forbidden West, they have to be very very careful with that because they might not be able to do it in the timely fashion and it could undercut sales of the ps5s or undercut sales of the ps5 versions of the game games like returnal and ratchet and clank may never land on a pc mainly because ratchet and clank uses the data controller of the ps5 and that would prevent that from happening returnal could because we've already seen metro exodus get the haptic feedback update for pc and that could come to other games as well that end up landing on PC from PS5. As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit the subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. So I like having the video there. Uh, I like having the video there. Um, <laughs> I just need to make sure and not bump the mouse uh, because then it does that. <laughs> it, do- it does that. Uh, so uh, let's get the next trailer uh, up and running uh, for Bloodborne here. And we'll turn off annotations. Um, We don't need to loop this one either. Do, 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 do.
flow is great yeah only problem we're seeing with this is it's such a sharp shift from the main topic like you obviously can see like a lot of people leave but this transitions into Q&A and Q&A has had a bit of a rebounding effect on the second half of the stream so that's been enjoyable to have you guys kind of respond positively to that hey thanks for clicking on the video this one's gonna be about bloodborne ps5 remaster rumors and how that might be coming to fruition soon many people have been hoping for a while that that's gonna happen if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads now i for one have never played bloodborne and a lot of people wanted me to play it they love watching me suffer so they got me to play demon souls and dark souls 3 they liked watching me play sekiro and one of the reasons i've stayed away from this is i simply cannot play 30 FPS games, they end up kind of hurting uh, my head. I get a bit of a headache. Uh, it kind of messes with my eyes. It recently happened when I played through Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5, because Horizon Zero Dawn still does not have a PS5 version, and Bloodborne is currently still, essentially sort of stuck in a 30 FPS mode. Now, Game Rant reported on this. Last year, rumors started swirling that From Software's critically acclaimed Bloodborne would be getting an official PS5 upgrade alongside a PC port. Nothing official has been announced yet but rumors persist thanks to regular leaks from the about the bloodborne ps5 remaster and what it would entail the latest bloodborne ps5 leak comes from a french twitter user souls hunt who has offered some new information on what the game has in store for fans so again i'm just reading this report from uh from game rant this is none of this is confirmed it is from somebody who claims to know what's going to be entailed in this remaster version with any video game rumor, fans should take this information with a massive grain of salt. According to Souls Hunt, who actually accurately leaked Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin prior to its reveal, so they this is a person who got something right, uh, the Bloodborne PS5 remaster is not being developed uh, by Bluepoint Games or from software. It is still laid or said to be an ambitious thing. The specific developer working on the game was not revealed by Soul Sun, but they believe the Bloodborne PS5 remaster will launch at some point later this year with a PC version coming even later. So apparently they can confirm who's not working on it, which it is kind of weird. To me, that gives a little bit of credence to the leak is it's not this big bombastic sort of outrageous claim. It's like, well, it's not going to be blue point and it's not going to be from software. It's going to be somebody else. It's ambitious and it's slated for later this year. We just did a video about the possibility of Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC, and we know, according to internal leaks, Sony wants to start putting more of their properties on PC, and they have a Sony Studios storefront in the Steam marketplace, sort of set up and ready with lots of placeholders for lots of games. This could be one of them. According to the report, the Bloodborne PC port has been rumored for quite some time as well, gaining Steam thanks to Sony releasing its PlayStation-exclusive games on PC. Neither the Bloodborne PC port nor the rumored PS5 version has been officially announced by anybody involved, and those wanting to play an upgraded version of the classic game will want to keep their expectations in check for now. Like so many games that you can play on your PS5, 
The PS4 version is there, but you're not going to get an uptick in performance unless they push out an update. Horizon Zero Dawn's a great example of this. Forbidden West is right around the corner, is going to look immaculate on the PS5, but the base level game of Horizon Zero Dawn has not been updated. They simply let you play it backwards compatible, and it doesn't get any increased performance on the PS5 comparatively to the PS4 Pro. So if Bloodborne is going to get a remastered version, it would be essentially a fresh install a new it would have the little icon ps5 it would be a new version of the game in the marketplace this could be happening hand in hand with the pc port as a lot of the performance upticks will be very very similar given mainly frame rate and resolution you would want to at least see the game have a base level 60 fps performance as always if you like these video gaming news segments click subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video <coughs> Anyone here? Chat's hypnotized. Yo, what's good, Smiley? Yeah, this segment of the stream, everybody goes heavy lurk because the back and forth and the discussion essentially leaves the room because I am I'm recording my segments, and this is just something we do in the stream. Uh, we are considering different options um, for how to do this. We're considering different ways on how to do this, uh, just because the the interaction is key. But so is the micro news, and so is recording on the fly. Uh, people like it. We tend to slam this out as quickly as we can. Um, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't sort of upset the flow of the stream. So we're continuing to think about ways to do this. Um, they slip into TV mode. That's right. Oh, I missed my mark. Uh, we'll do this at 223 then. I try to slam these out as fast as possible. Um, we will have a new poll and we will have Q&A for you guys momentarily so stick around but my gosh yeah we got to figure out maybe it's fine it's fine we're going to trust the process we're going to trust the process <clears throat> the show must go on hey thanks for clicking on the video this one's going to be about the battlefield 2042 maps they're not actually going to be bigger and we've got some commentary from the developers about why they chose to do that if you enjoy these shorter gaming news videos hit like and make sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my other uploads they hit every single day so mpfirst.com reported on this i'm going to be reading from their report for this video about a difference in map design they're not necessarily going for just larger maps if you're unaware the next gen version of battlefield 2042 as well as the pc version will have 128 players enabled on the games now older gen consoles will not have that available and that really interested me at the time what's map design going to look like if one can support 64 and the other is only going to support 128 so according to the report from mp first the battlefield 2042 dice is doubling the mayhem going up from 64 32 versus 32 up to 128 now again i just explained where you can play that not on old gen while some might think you're just adding more players and vehicles and making maps bigger that's actually not the case according to dice now what they essentially said was to alter the way of handling level design it wasn't just as simple as making a map bigger and portions to the locations they can't just make the maps larger in scope and size that would have probably been problematic especially for old gen since they would have had half the players on the map so this is what they said we've leaned on a new type of design mentality that we are called clustering 
With clustering, it means you'll have a massive battlefield in front of you, but within this massive battlefield, you will have particular clusters of objectives. So what they are essentially attempting to do is funnel players, incentivize and motivate players to behave and cluster and gather in certain ways. One of my biggest gripes with Battlefield 4 was that so many people could ignore objectives. They would get in helicopters, jump on buildings, the helicopter crashes, and then they would just snipe the entire game, never helping with the objective. It was pretty frustrating. It felt like, is anybody going to actually work on the game mode? It seems DICE is attempting to rectify this at least to some degree by creating clustering on the maps to keep people focused on action and objectives what this would hopefully mean then is rather than just spreading out the maps too thin like butter on bread they're going to keep the action tight and close together so you don't have that 128 players in the server and i feel alone and nothing is happening they want it to simulate what they showed in this debut trailer i have next to me they want it to be bombastic they want a lot of action they've got dynamic weather and sandstorms and a tornado to really spice things up now The article says that makes sense as just making maps bigger would mean it's easier to get lost. It's easier to get bored and you're trekking through one objective to another. It's like nothing's really going on. With dice clustering, it sounds like they're making sure that matches, regardless of where you are on the map, have plenty of action. I think that's a great summary. I think that's their goal and that's their, that's their sense of trying to create something new. The announcement that the game wouldn't have a campaign was met with mixed reactions, but people were also celebrating and also not celebrating the absence of Battle Royale. In any of the interviews they did when they were asked about Battle Royale, they said they had this non- uh, it's it's an unannounced redacted game mode that they continue to point to as what they think is going to be an exceptional addition to the Battlefield franchise, which I think again in their mind is the path forward for Battlefield not being a Battle Royale title. If they don't have Battle Royale, they've got to have something that is both injected with their identity, but also features large-scale battles, as the popularity of Apex Legends, Fortnite, and Warzone is largely going to influence the people who play this game wanting to have a Battlefield experience, but also wanting to see what new sort of step forward are they taking with the franchise. We're going to have to wait and see and obviously cover that new mode whenever it gets in detailed and announced. And until then, click subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the videos, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay. Let's get over here. We can leave this up on the screen. And what we're going to do is, right now, I want to make sure Q&A is ready to rock and roll. And if you guys have any questions about anything we covered this morning and you're a paying member, right? If you're a paying member, the uh, you can submit a question and it ends up on screen uh, in a segment that we're transitioning to. Okay, so that is something reserved for paying members. We'll do a member announcement in a little bit here. Uh, almost 900 votes on the poll. What a great turnout for the poll. Thank you so much, everybody who took that poll today. Um, the various topics you can submit on are obviously uh, the very the, the, the first thing we talked about is Sea of Thieves. Uh, I'm going to add that to the rundown here. So when we go into the Q&A format, you can... Uh, you can you can have that topical change depending on what you submit a question about. Not only did we talk about Sea of Thieves, we talked about uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima potentially coming to 
uh, PC. I might be able to fit uh, PC. I might be a little bit long. I can I can I can squeeze it if not. Um, let's see. Let's get that up there. We talked about uh, Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne on the PS5, a potential remaster. That is something else you could submit questions about. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be about any of these topics, but we do kind of ask people to at least hover around these topics. And then lastly, we talked about Battlefield 2042 and uh, the, how they're going to be doing map clustering as opposed to uh, a, a just larger map scale. Okay? I will be right back. Get your questions submitted now. Keep the chat going. Liven that chat back up. Weigh in on this poll. Why did you not want PvE added? There's a lot of you that said no. Why? Why? Use your question command to submit a question about this topic. You might see some ads when I step away briefly right now. I'll be right back. Click subscribe, like, and all the buttons, and I'll see you in just a minute. Okay, 
All right. Got a couple of questions already. Oh, we got, yeah, a couple of questions coming in. Let me, uh, let me get that pulled up for you guys on the screen. Okay. I should be able to push this button. Hey, look at that. Ghost of Tsushima PC isn't going to fit. So I'm going to go back into studio mode and I'll just take that one out. Um, I'll take that one out. It's a shame. It's a shame. We only have so much space on the screen, chat. We only have so much space on the screen. So this is something that is uh, for members only. And if you are a member, we do uh, a members post in the middle of the stream uh, to remind everybody. So I'm going to push that members post out now. Uh, That's just something that we do to ensure that people know uh, that it's happening um, and know that they can come in and join in. So... Let me go and do that right now, and then we'll get to your questions. So, all channel members, Q&A. Q&A is starting about the subjects in the image below. In the image below. Whoops. (laughs) I just typed the word below. That's all I typed. It's not that kind of stream, chat. It's not that kind of stream. Okay. Do, do, do. And then I need the image from Creature. I wonder if we could consider... Maybe that should be a tweet as well. Save preview. Q&A is starting about the subject in the image below. Mm-hmm. Uh, midstream Q&A is happening now. Mm-mm. Get rid of that. Do that. Tweet. Okay. We'll try and just ping as many people as we can to give the, uh second half of the stream some life we've gotten a 30% from suggested and a 27% from YouTube search so over half of our views today came from love from YouTube so thank you to everybody who found this stream today through a search or through a suggested if you've enjoyed your morning here smash like and subscribe that supports me and enables me to continue to do shows every single day Uh, and the second half of the show you can ask me questions I've been asking you questions all day I had a poll in chat uh, almost a thousand votes. We only need about 70 more votes on that poll to get it to a thousand. We should do a new poll question, and I haven't really decided what I want it uh, to be just yet. Um, probably should be about uh, Sea of Thieves. Um, let's see here. Let me end the poll, and we could do one about... What about, like, are you jumping in because of the no PvP today? Um, why don't we... Do you think that would be a good one? Are you jumping back in to see if these because of the lack of PvP? Or... Why don't we just strip the PvP debate out of it and let's just do Sea of Thieves 
Uh, sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. Are you jumping in? So whether it's back in or you're jumping in just because you're a fan, I'm just curious how many people from the audience today are jumping into Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. And then you can use chat to tell me why you're jumping in, whether you're a longtime fan or not. So Sea of Thieves, Pirate's Life, are you jumping in? Uh, we'll go with that. See what the questions are. Well, I'm just interested in what in engaging people's interest because we'll be playing Sea of Thieves Pirates Life in about an hour. So, first question coming in from Jacoby says, Did you end up finishing Ghost of Tsushima? I'm about to start New Game Plus on my PS5. I am slowly but surely working my way through the entire uh, thing, right? I'm slowly but surely working my way through it. And what I have accomplished right now is the entire lower portion of the map has been both liberated. I believe I have done every side quest, every shrine, every fox den, all of it. There's no question marks. There's no nothing. So I'm fairly certain the entire bottom portion for me in Ghost of Tsushima has been totally, totally cleared. Uh, So that that is where we are right now in Ghost of Tsushima. So I haven't finished it. I play it periodically in the evenings and the weekends. I don't get a lot of time to play. My wife is very sweet uh, and and says every once in a while, she's like, hey, you can play your game tonight if you want. Um, And then she's got other stuff that she does. She, like, reads books or gets things ready for the kids' homeschooling. Um, And so... That is, uh, that's, that's a, that's a common, that's a common thing that I struggle with is finding time to play a game like that is, that's that size. Uh, it's tough. It really is. Cause it's a huge game. I love it. I wish I could stream it and, and just kind of take my time and marinade, uh, and marinate in it. Uh, but unfortunately we just, we don't have that luxury. Uh, we don't have that luxury here. We kind of have to do what YouTube runs on relevancy. So I can't make people care about a game three weeks after it's been out or three months after it's been out. I, I, I don't have that luxury. Now, obviously, if we get large enough, we could start to do fun things with characters and really get into it and do unique playthroughs that then, yeah, people are going to want to tune in because it's like it's a completely different way of playing the game or a POV or something. But like we haven't really earned that right yet. You kind of have to earn that right uh, to get there. So, and today we will be diving into Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. There's a poll in chat right now if you can hear me. We want to know, are you jumping in to Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life? Is it something that's either bringing you back to the game, jumping in for the first time, or you've always been a fan? So we want to know uh, how many people are jumping in to Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, because we are doing that today as well. Um, and the next question is about Battlefield. Uh, how do you think Battlefield 2042 keeps its Battlefield? I think what you were trying to say is, like, how do you keep its identity? Did you resubmit? You did. You resubmit uh, right here. Um, how do you keep its identity with the clustering of players with 64 versus 64? This is one of the things I think that's always going to be a challenge with a game like Battlefield. Um, they're always going to struggle with the un the unwieldy nature and the chaos of lots of people, right? The I, I do. I, I think it's 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 a difficult thing. Like what do you do with that many people? How do you ensure that combat is 
fun, exciting, like there's lots of action. My biggest gripe that I ever that I always had with Battlefield games is I felt I was super non-impactful on the outcome of the game. Me and my buddies would organize, we would do our thing, we would be on the objectives, we'd be doing everything we could, and it always felt like we were on the the scrub team. It always felt like the rest of our team was literally doing nothing. It was like what is going on here? Where is everybody? We would capture A and we would lose B. We had just captured B. So we'd go and capture B and then we'd lose A. It was like if we didn't capture and stay put, we would lose whatever we had captured. And it was like the rest of our team was non-existent. It was always extremely frustrating. Every time I played Battlefield 4, that was the experience that I had. It was like, where where is everybody? Where, where did everybody go? Why is... Why is no one working the objective? And we would check the radar, and without fail, most people would take a helicopter to the edge of the map, get on a high building, and just spend the entire game sniping. And I was just like, I, 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 this, this, this to me, this to me is, is one of their challenges, and maybe that's what they're trying to get out with the clustering. They want to keep people moving and together and like incentivized and motivated to to move to the thing, do the thing, get involved, contribute, play the OBJ, play the objective for crying out loud. You know, I, I think that I think that that in general is always going to be one of the challenges of a game that has a hundred and some odd people in the server. You know, 64 people is still a lot. I mean, it, 64 people, that's a lot of friggin' folks. And then you got, you know, 30 something on each team. You, you go to 128 and you got 60 some people on each team like I don't know how do you how do you ensure that it goes smoothly how do you ensure that a player feels they have impact on the game now one of the reasons that I think Battlefield did strike a chord with a lot of folks is because it didn't feel like Call of Duty it didn't feel like everything's on me I have to perform I have to win my ones I did terrible that game and I pulled the entire team down because what let, let's face it there's only six of you so if you're underperforming then it's gonna be pretty obvious it's gonna be pretty obvious that like you you know you pulled the team down but in the game like battlefield you and your squad do your part you can take pride in doing your part but then you can also you know you can also take pride in the fact that like you just had a good game, you did well, your team did well, or, I mean, sorry, your squad did well, but then your team loses, and it's like, seriously? You know what I mean? That was always my experience in Battlefield. So, how do they make it feel like you're having an impact? How do they make it feel like you're, you're doing, you're doing something other than just beating your head against the wall? So, Saw a couple new subs come in. People clicking the subscribe button. Thanks for doing that. You can weigh in in the chat. You can take our poll. 120 people have voted on the poll. Sea of Thieves of Pirate's Life. Are you jumping in? It's almost a 50-50 split right now. A lot of people voted this morning. Almost a thousand people voted saying majority, about 75% said yes, there should be a PvE mode. But... It's a it's a 50/50 split now on how many people are are uh, are going to jump in and play. So make sure and take that poll, chime in in the chat with your reasoning. I'd love to hear from you as to why you are or are not playing. King Keys with the next question and this one is about Bloodborne. Uh, do you see Bloodborne remaster being released in order to drive more attention to Elden Ring? Also, if there's a remastered version, uh, I and many others will be upgrading our memberships. Um 
Oh, to make me play it. <laughs> Listen, I know you guys are going to love watching me suffer through Elden Ring. I know people want me to go back to Demon Souls and Dark Souls 3. I know people want me to go back to Sekiro. I know. I get it. Maybe that could be a weekly segment where, you know, I try not to rage and we go back to some game that's really, really hard. That could be maybe a segment we do somewhere. But... You know, this is actually a pretty good theory. I'm still surprised they haven't done anything with Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5. Maybe they have something planned closer to, um, you know, maybe they have something closer to launch that they want to do. It's possible that, you know, they'll get a little bit closer to launch and they'll do some kind of a free update to Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5 to get people playing the game, to get people hooked, and then all those PS5 owners are like, hey, dude, I'm going to check out Horizon Forbidden West when it lands. Create fans, and then they're willing to buy the sequel, right? I think that was one of the reasons there Sony is considering putting some of their first-party titles on PC, because... If you play God of War or Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon Zero Dawn or Days Gone, you play those on PC, you're more likely to buy their predecessors. Now, this means that Days Gone needs a sequel then. They need to consider greenlighting that as well as it was reviewed, as well as it did, as well as that game turned around. There's also a petition with, you know, 120,000 some odd signatures. Like, they they should probably reconsider the Days Gone sequel, but they could also do that with God of War. They could do that with Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, and the like, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, you can only submit two questions, Freddy. You can't you can't submit more than that. Oh, you should be able to let me fix that. Uh, let me let me fix that, Freddy. Hang on. Cause you 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 didn't submit two questions. You um you accidentally submitted two. Let me let me let me fix that. Alright, you should be able to try uh you should be able to try again. Okay. Next question from Dracus Pander. And uh, this is about game porting. So this is this is likely centering on the Ghost of Tsushima uh, topic about you know porting. When it comes to porting, which direction has had more success, PC to console or console to PC? Success being defined as quality, absence of performance issues. This is really really hard to answer for a couple of reasons. A lot of the times you don't know which direction that it's gone, right? You don't know which direction the port has gone. There are a lot of games on 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 PC that were never originally intended to be on PC. Outriders would be an example. The base game of Outriders is so painfully obviously built for old gen consoles and not built for PC. It had so many issues, you know, during its first during its you know, first couple weeks of launch, which I know they've ironed those issues out, but a lot of that was because the game felt like a bad port to PC. Um I think if you get the right company behind it, porting to PC can go really, really well. If you get a company like Vicarious Visions, I think porting to PC is probably a little bit easier because it opens certain things up. I think porting down to console is probably a little bit harder because you have to trim things down. Now, this is one of the reasons that Microsoft sort of bridging the gap between console and PC is such a smart move because what they are essentially doing is is they are bridging the gap between those two platforms creating a larger platform that runs on a lot of the same APIs a lot of the same video stuff DirectX and the like that means creating a game that can run on the Xbox platform as well as run on PC these are things that you're going to you're you're going to see smoothing out those games that get developed for the Microsoft platform. Now, that doesn't mean that one is easier than another to do, 
but it certainly it certainly means that like I think PC is a larger spectrum, right? It, it's a it's a larger uh, spectrum of performance. You go to console and performance is somewhat limited. Performance can be somewhat bottlenecked, uh, bottlenecked and choked. So I don't have a definitive answer for you. I can only speak in general principles. Um, 162 people have taken the poll. It's a 53 to 47 percent right now. If you haven't weighed in and you you, you see this 50-50 split and you want to sway it, um, are you jumping into Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life? Uh, yes or no. Even if you're just voting no because you're like, no, I'm not playing it. I'm not interested. That helps uh, give us a good bead on the poll results. So be sure to take that. Ah. Uh, Next question is from Melrose Mike, and he says, Do you think Sony will ever play ball with Microsoft to enable crossplay? I'd love to play Sea of Thieves, but I recently purchased a PS5 and can't justify another console for one game. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, Microsoft is all about crossplay, but Microsoft is not about giving up their first party exclusives, and neither is Sony. Sony recently said that like, oh, we're we're in favor of cross play. We want more cross play. And it's like, really? You're charging companies money. You're making it really, really hard to do cross play. You're making it hard for people to want to do cross play. You charged Rare a ton of money in order for cross play to work. Like you want your cut of the pie just to enable it. You're not enabling it as a fan service. You're enabling it as a way to make money which inevitably is going to prevent a lot of companies from crossing over and signing on the dotted line because they're going to say, listen, why are we going to give you money? We don't want to do that. We're not interested in that at all, okay? But, but, the idea, the idea of like, giving a first party title to the other platform, people were asking about that with like Halo Infinite. No, no, absolutely not. Microsoft is not going to give up a first-party relationship or a first-party title. They're simply not going to do that. This is this is on the wall. This writing's on the wall. They bought Bethesda. They want Bethesda titles exclusive to the Microsoft platform. They have Sea of Thieves. You know, they have Halo Infinite. They're not going to give those properties up. Now, Sony allowing games to be ported to PC is completely and utterly different. Number one, they're porting single-player games to PC a year or more later than the launch date meaning they're just making more money off the property it's like well we have it it can be ported successfully look at days gone it can make us more money you know days gone did very well in steam sold very very well that is completely and utterly different than allowing their property to land on a microsoft platform now crossplay is different Crossplay is you playing Fortnite with me, and I'm on a Nintendo Switch, and somebody's on an iPhone, and somebody's on Sony, somebody's on a PC, right? So I don't think I don't think that that will ever um, happen in great numbers, mainly because I don't think Sony wants to. Sony's only willing to do crossplay if they can monetize it and make money off of it. They're not willing to do crossplay if they're not going to get people to sign on the dotted line. So, I don't think you're ever going to see these two companies meet in the middle. I just don't think it's going to happen. I do not think, I do not think you're going to see this this meeting in the middle between Microsoft and Sony. 
Now, crossplay may become a little bit more prominent, but again, Sony's going to make people write a fat check for crossplay to be enabled. As far as platforms like swapping games, like Halo ever being on Sony property or Sony property ever being on an Xbox, I just don't think that's ever going to happen. I really, really don't. Could I see Halo skins in Fortnite? Sure, we saw Kratos and Aloy. I could see that happening. Yeah. Because then they're going to be making money. People that are fans of Master Chief but own a PlayStation and play Fortnite on their PlayStation, well, Microsoft's going to get a revenue share of those skin purchases. Anybody buying those skins is going to be given Microsoft money. And, you know, that's not too bad. Handful of new subs came in in the past five minutes. If you push the sub button, thanks for doing that. I hope you're enjoying our Q&A segment. This is about all the different gaming news we covered. The main topic being Sea of Thieves. You can weigh in. There's a poll in chat right now you can vote on. Are you diving in today into a pirate's life? Right? Are you diving in eventually? Maybe not this week, but next week. Vote yes or no. We want to hear from you in chat as well. Tigo says, what's the difference between the normal adventure mode and the new a pirate's life mode? Thanks for asking, Tigo. Uh, basically, Pirate's Life is a tall tale. It's a campaign. It's a story-driven experience. The rest of the experiences in Sea of Thieves are going to either be tall tales or sort of like going and you know looking for bounties and, and, and treasure. And PvP is essentially enabled in the entire rest of the game. The only part of the game where you don't got to worry about PvP is whenever you are in the tall tale of a Pirate's Life. That's it. So... We, uh, we discussed that at length this morning and we are now doing a live Q&A session with paying members. If you want to become a paying member, it's as easy as clicking the join button or using the join command. Tea of Thieves. Yeah, Tea of Thieves. Yeah, it's the Sea of Thieves. Um, so, next question is from Ashen. If Sony is pushing more of their exclusives to PC, or at least opening the door, are they answering Xbox Game Pass? You know, I I don't think so. I really, really don't. Um, In my mind, okay, in my mind, Xbox Game Pass is a service-based subscription solution that allows you to go in so many places and have all your stuff. All Sony seems to be doing is is saying, hey, this game, it's awesome. And you can now get it on PC a year later because we want to make a bunch of money off of it. (laughs) I don't see them doing any sort of 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 a gap building here where suddenly they're enabling you to have all your games everywhere, if that makes sense. Like, I don't see them saying, oh, hey, guess what? Um, All those games, all those games that you have on your Sony, you can now play them on your PC. That doesn't seem to be what they're doing. They're doing a port of a game a year or more later to make money off of it, which, again, I'm like, that's so smart. PC gamers are never going to clamor to buy a console, and they're especially not going to clamor to buy a console just for a couple of titles. But they'll certainly buy your title later on PC. Do you know how many people are going to buy Ghost of Tsushima on PC or God of War? A, a lot. It, it, it'll, it'll be commercially successful if they do it. 100%. That, but I don't see this being their Game Pass solution. I don't. I just, I just see this be maximizing capital on their property. That's what this seems like to me. Arch Enigma. Speaking of Sea of Thieves, we debated griefing a lot this morning. If you have thoughts on griefing, be sure to hit subscribe and weigh in on the chat. Or, again, we have a poll right now. We just crossed over into 200 votes. 
Uh, Arch Enigma says, For Sea of Thieves, is the grieving a larger problem in this game due to the type of rewards on uh, it offers? Do you think the player base would behave differently if the reward structure was not solely cosmetic? There's a lot here in your question. Let me first take the first part of your question. Griefing is a problem for one for one main reason. Okay? There's no risk or reward for griefing. I'm sorry. There's no risk in griefing, but there's potentially massive rewards. Zero risk involved. You lose nothing. If you boot up on a Friday night with your buddies and you just grief for two hours and you laugh your head off, all you do is smash your ship into other ships, sink people, steal from people, whatever. You don't care. You don't have anything in your boat. You don't have any gold, any progress, any XP, nothing to risk. You're just messing with people all night, right? There is literally zero risk involved there. That's one of the most foundational problems with griefing. Is griefing this huge, large problem that ruins the experience of Sea of Thieves and is like overrunning servers? No, I, I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to overstate it and act like if you boot up Sea of Thieves this evening and you go out and try and ha- sa- you know sail the high seas, you're going to get completely obliterated and griefed, and you're not going to have fun, and your kids are going to be crying, and you're going to be, you know, you're going to be breaking your controller. No, I, I don't. I don't want to make paint this picture that Sea of Thieves is getting completely overrun and ruined by griefers. But they exist, and there is zero risk for them to do what they do. Okay. Now, the second part of your question: Do you think the player base would behave differently if the reward structure was not solely cosmetic? You got to understand something. A lot of the cosmetics are being chased by griefers and being chased by pirates. Right. That is. That is part of the game's appeal, right? Is it you're becoming a pirate, you're dressing up, you're looking awesome, you got this awesome smoky hat or sword or gun and you you know you've you've been wrecking people all week and stealing their gold, you know. Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Like sh- that's part of the appeal, right? One of the ways they could leverage that and not gut the identity of Sea of Thieves is have progress be about what it is now, pretty slow, pretty slog-like for PvE only. Have it be significantly faster and better when you go into a PvP environment. Because I'm telling you, even people like me would feel that pull and that motivation to be like, well, it's worth going in there. We're, 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 we're more significantly rewarded for taking the risk and plunging into a PvP environment. The other thing you could do is have a lot more cosmetic rewards that you can't get unless you go and play in the PvP server. You'd have to go in there and 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 earn the currency and earn the rank or whatever to get those really cool you know rewards now one of the things we talked about earlier is you could have two different paths as well you could be working on your pirate path anytime you play in the pvp environment and that has its own rewards and its own currency and you could be working on your your seafarer you know path and that those those are its own rewards and its own currency and its own thing depending on how you want to you want to play is it really just cosmetic or are the guns better and cause more damage? There is literally zero advantage earnable in Sea of Thieves. It is all 100% only cosmetic. There is not a single reward in Sea of Thieves that's going to offer you an advantage. They have been animate about that from the very beginning. So are my questions off topic? No, it's, fu- you know, it's fine. You don't got to worry about that. Just been thinking about what they need to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. 
Uh, Freddie Jackson with another question. I never played Sea of Thieves, but I will check it out because of the PvE mode. But how can Microsoft persuade new players to play the PvP mode? This is very much related to the commentary uh, of the day and what I was just saying to the previous person. You, you, man, you got, you have got to reward me for going in there, and you have got to create some risk and reward for griefers. You, you, you need both. There are, there are two ends of the spectrum here, okay? There are two ends of the spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, you have people that can boot up and do whatever they want for four hours at no risk. They can just grief to their heart's content, okay? You gotta speak to that. What's the risk of griefing for an entire evening? What's the risk? What's, what's the reward for me going into that area and letting those guys beat the snot out of me? I think both things need to be solved. They really, really do. And really what the PVE mode would essentially boil down to is, and they could even call it this, it would be like, well, that's just classic Sea of Thieves. It's all the classic earn rates, all the classic currencies, all the classic, you know, um, customization options and cosmetics and all this new stuff. The new earn rates and the new percentages and the new gold, you know, earn rates and all the new cosmetics. No, 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 no. You got to go into Sea of Thieves high into the PvP environment if you want all this new stuff. If you did that, you would satisfy, I think, pretty much everybody. And you would probably get a ton more people to jump in and play. You'd have so many more folks jumping in and being like, dude, this, this is what I'm talking about right this is this is this is a game i can get into it's super relaxing it's super chill you know like right now uh only 234 votes on the poll the second poll is kind of stagnating here if you haven't voted in your new vote are you diving in are you checking out see if thieves a pirate's life yes or no very simple if you're completely uninterested just click no if you are going to be jumping in click yes and then let us know in chat why you feel that way why you either are or are not jumping in to Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. Next question is from Orphan Twin. And you guys can submit off-topic questions. That's fine. Halo Infinite. Is there anything you haven't seen yet from 343 that they'll need to be at the top of that entire genre? Okay. I I know people are probably gonna, going to assume that for the next year or so, I'm just going to be taking cheap shots at Destiny because Halo Infinite, I think, is going to offer a significantly superior arena PvP and potentially cause a lot of problems for PvP saturation in Destiny, okay? I'm going to be honest, and I none of this is stuff that I didn't say over the years, even when I could play the game and, and I covered it exclusively, okay? So this is not driven by bias. This is driven by things I said for the five years that I covered the game, okay? It's not hard to be better than Destiny's PvP in a couple of areas, okay? Now, hang on. There are areas where it is tough to be better, okay? But there are certain areas of Destiny's PvP where it is not hard to be better. It isn't. Number one, and this is extremely foundational and really important in 2021, it's not hard to be better than Destiny with dedicated servers because they don't have any, okay? The peer-to-peer PvP experience in in destiny is it leaves a lot to be desired for over the years it's one of the most foundational problems with the game okay now it's also not hard to be better than destiny with respect to cheating and 
cheat management and anti-cheat because they virtually have none. Keep in mind, none of what I'm saying right now is out of step with what I said when I covered the game exclusively, okay? It's not hard to outdo Bungie in anti-cheat and server stability and quality, okay? It's not hard. It's also not hard to offer a arena gun-based, skill-based, you know, arena-style gameplay offer. It's not hard to be better than Destiny because Destiny doesn't attempt to offer that. In fact, a large portion of their player base has spent the last five or six years trying to get Destiny to a place where it feels more like Halo. And I've always said, if you want that, go play Halo. Well, guess what? The people that I said that to the last five years, if that's the experience you want, go play Halo, go play Halo, go play Halo. Instead of having to go back in time and enjoy what many believe is a great experience in the Master Chief Collection, you'll be able to play a completely brand new, totally free Halo Infinite multiplayer experience this year. You're going to be able to. You're going to be able to be like, peace. And do you want to know what's going to happen? A lot of people are going to get a taste of a couple of things. And a lot of this is going to convert them. They're going to get a taste of dedicated servers. It's going to be pretty strong motivator. It's going to be a big, big, difficult pill to swallow. You play for a week or two on Deddies, and you go back to Destiny, you ain't going to like it. Okay? Second thing gun-based, skill-based, classic arena-style combat. You play that for a couple weeks, and you go back to Winter Wonderland, stasis, ice skating, ice capade nonsense. You go back to that. You go back to all the overpowered this, overpowered that, super this, grenade that, and you're going to be like, yuck. I don't ever want to go back to Destiny. Now, this, this cuts both ways, okay? This cuts both ways. There are going to be people that go over to Halo and they're like, I do not like this. Too slow, not enough abilities, no double jump. I don't like this. There will be people that can't shake the Destiny DNA. Right? There will be people that think that, that, that can't shake it. But I'm here to tell you, Trials of Osiris is, is going to be probably in its worst state once Halo Infinite launches. Because a lot of the Trials of Osiris player base is going to clamor to Halo Infinite, and all you're going to have left in Trials of Osiris is Cheatville on PC, and not a lot of people left on console. The saving grace for Destiny is that a huge portion of their player base lives on the Sony platform. That's going to be like their one sort of safety net of player exodus, is that a large portion of the Destiny community plays on Sony. Right? They laid that groundwork a long time ago with all the exclusives during Destiny 1 and during the beginning of Destiny 2, right? So, I, I, I don't want to overstate the case here. I do. I do not want to overstate the case, but I do think, um, I do think that Destiny's Crucible is its weakest offering. It's always had its weakest engagement, and it's always, I think, been its weakest offering with respect to quality and consistency. The one thing that's tough to beat in Destiny is how the guns feel. That's the one thing that's tough to beat. But again, if people get a taste of dedicated servers for a couple of weeks, and then they go back to Destiny, they're going to be like, this is horrible. The guns feel amazing, but hit registration, lag, latency, trading, you're not going to want to have that. You're not going to want to experience that. You start running to cheaters, that's just going to be insult to injury. So, that is that is going to be 
a huge factor in the daily player base engagement in the crucible and the weekend engagement in trials which is already in a bad state you're going to be kicking a, a, a toppling table to a certain extent right it'll be very interesting to see how Bungie attempts to respond for a couple of reasons number one I know they have crossplay coming that's not going to make people very happy if they suddenly are getting thrown in with cheaters on PC. <laughs> They're not going to like that. So, I, um, I'm never going to buy into the mantra and the drama and the, this game's going to kill this other game. But Red Dead Redemption 2 launched and Destiny's numbers dropped for a week. What do you think a free Halo multiplayer is going to do? to Destiny's Crucible numbers, right? Big titles release and Bungie and Destiny numbers go down. They go down, right? But then they typically come back up. I don't know, man. You don't got to spend a dime to try out Halo Infinite's multiplayer. It gets it hooks, it gets its hooks in you, gets its hooks in your buddies. Dude, come on, come play, dude. It's free. Just try it out. We're having a blast. CTF, big team battle. Oh, it's so much fun, man. It's taking me back. So crisp, so clean. Ooh, give me those good feelings. You're going to go back to Destiny and you're going to be like, this is not good. You could do a whole show on what they would need to do all around to smash everything. Because if they don't, why even try in that genre? The thing that can potentially help Halo Infinite stand apart is right now, if you want a free-to-play PvP game, you have Destiny, Warzone... Uh, is Apex free? I can't remember if Apex is free. Fortnite, right? They can stand apart as as a free-to-play PvP offering that is arena-style, and I don't know, man. I'm telling you, they get ranked and unranked right. They start having events. They start having competitions. They start having cosmetics you can earn for being awesome, ranking up, playing, being dope. And Trials of Osiris is going to look like a freaking playground where all of the all of the bums hang out. You ain't going to want to go back. All they got to do is nail that aspect. They nail the ranked and the unranked. They nail the cosmetic rewards. They, they nail the incentive to play and be dope. Yeah. They got Joseph Staten in their corner. This this guy, they got people from Bungie. Something that people forget, something that people forget is a lot of old school Bungie developers, a lot of the a lot of the guys that made Halo what it was, they're not at the company anymore. Who knows if those guys got scooped up under a 343 helping? Who knows if they brought them in for consults, paid them in a fat cash, NDA. What do we need to do? What made this What made this tick? What made this work? How'd you do ranked? How'd you do unranked? How'd you get it done? A lot of those people could be either under the umbrella of 343 or at least help them craft what's on the horizon. I'm telling you, my spidey sense is tingling. When I watched the trailer, I was like, okay. And then I watched the overview and I listened to Joseph Staten talk and I listened to the other developers talk and I was like, Do you know what language they're speaking? They're speaking Destiny PvP language, but they're also speaking to the Halo audience. They're also speaking to the competitive arena audience. There's a lot. There's a lot of people out there that are potentially going to jump in on this. And my gut, I get a spidey sense every once in a while. I got a gut gut spidey sense about Fortnite after playing it for like two hours. I I had a spidey sense from the Apex trailer. I played Plunder for 
45 minutes. And I was like, man, this is Warzone. They've got it, man. They've got a format here. They've got a hit. My spidey sense tingles when I look at that Halo Infinite stuff. There's something here, man. Something potentially very, very special and strong. And they're, they've got a 10-year... They've got a 10-year plan. They actually do have a 10-year plan, unlike the other guys. So... Next question from Jacoby. Can you be a completely new player and jump right into the story in Sea of Thieves? As far as I know, yes. As far as I know, yes, you can. You can uh, boot up and go to the Tall Tales and just grab it. I wouldn't think that they would make you wait or grind or do anything else first. Um, Someone in chat can obviously weigh in if I'm wrong here, but if you guys want to weigh in on the poll, we almost have 300 votes. Are you jumping into Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life today? Is that something that you're doing? Um, so that is that is something that we're questioning the audience on. We had people this morning weighing in on a poll, and we can continue that discussion. If you have anything else to offer on that discussion, we were we were debating at length should Sea of Thieves add a PVE mode, and most people said yes. Out of almost a thousand votes, most people said yes. Um. Mm, 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 mm. they say that doesn't surprise me with their treatment of wish um they took down they looked down on competitive gaming they think it's toxic yeah I don't think they I yeah I'll, I'll be honest with you I don't think Bungie's community management can can endure the future I don't think they're cut out for it I think they're 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 children their their children attempting to do an adult's job. I think that's why Deej left. I think he had to get out of there. He was only he was the only adult left in the boat. It was like I can't do this anymore. You're a bunch of children. Um, they're 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 so immature. <laughs> they're so reactionary. They're so divisive. I've never seen community managers draw so many lines in the sand to just create division within a community. They create villains in their community. It's like they have vendettas against certain people and they draw lines in the sand. That's why they didn't hesitate to do it to me. It's because they're they're petulant children. It, they 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 get off on the power. They're not about being they're not about being communal and coming together. They love the micro fame and they love the fake virtue. They love the clicks and the attention. They're 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 children. They're not. I've never in my history. I've covered games and been in this industry for six years. I've never seen community managers behave the way that Bungie community managers behave. It, it's embarrassing. Like I, <laughs> they're embarrassing. They need the drama, so they create it. It's it follows the Bungie DNA. They create vacancies and problems and then they fix them and fill them and everyone claps. They create villains so everyone can celebrate them as heroes. That's what they do. They turned me into something that I'm not. They, they co-signed on a false narrative, turned me into a villain. They do it all the time with their own community. They create villains so they can look heroic. Like, like the eating crayon thing. The joke on Reddit the one time, you know, sword peeking, all this other stuff. They just create villains so they can be heroes in their own mind. I, you know what I'm saying? They provoke the community and then they talk about positivity. And it's just like, I, you just make people look villainous so that you can look heroic because deep down you're not. 
I don't know. I just I, I I've I've watched from the distance for the past couple of months, and I'm like, dude, I gotta tell you, I am I am so glad I don't have to cover that game and be involved with any of that anymore, because I have no respect for any of them. I don't. I, I I do not. It's like you are toxic, malicious, horrible people, and I'm so glad I don't have anything to do with any of this anymore. You're awful. You're all terrible. And you've got your your community convinced that you're 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 heroes. I don't know. They're in and, and orphan twins familiar with this one, especially because of the band and, and how much I take from them. They're truthless heroes, man. They're just truthless heroes. I have never been so thrilled to be separated from a community before in my life. Just recently, more stuff. Here's another twit longer. Here's another public crucifixion. Here's another attack. Here's another this. Here's another line in the sand. We're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna villainize data miners. You got some nerve villainizing data miners when you literally develop puzzles that are then solved by a lot of the data miners. You got some freaking nerve to villainize data miners. It, they're literally looking at API information. And you've used that in the past to create hype and have moments and have things that are then celebrated by the community. And then you're going to turn around and villainize the data miners. You got some freaking nerve. <laughs> you got some freaking nerve. But that's what happens when everything's an opportunity to virtue signal and create villains so that you look like a hero. You're going to run out of villains. You're going to run out of villains. I'm aware of uh, this will kill Destiny meme, but with Halo Infinite, I don't think it's a meme at all. I think it'll hurt Crucible engagement long term. I do. I think it'll. I think it'll hurt. I think it'll hurt engagement long term. I, I, I. I'm not. I'm not being hyperbolic. If I still covered that game firsthand, I'd be saying the same thing. Do you want to know why? Because I spent five years telling people to go play Halo if that's the experience they wanted. Do you want to know why I said that? Because a huge portion of that community basically wants Halo back. Like, that's what they want. <laughs> I, I spent five years telling people, you're looking for Halo. Go play Halo. <laughs> they're going to be able to do it. And they're going to be able to do it this year. <laughs> for free. <laughs> With new graphics, new engine, new, new, new coat of paint. We're not talking about the Master Chief Collection here. We're talking about Halo Infinite telling you right now it, it's it's gonna cause an issue long term now i think the game will be just fine i think destiny has a good long-term plan for pve i think they know their audience i think they're turning the game into a quasi mobile game and i think that that content loop works i i do i i think it works I, I i honestly think that they've got a formula they'll be just fine long term this isn't a sky is falling like haha they're gonna die no but i think their crucible numbers are gonna dip quite a bit there's no doubt in my mind that long-term infinite's going to siphon off drainage. There's going to be a lot of drainage. A lot of it. Halo isn't going to hurt Destiny at all? Oh, yes, it will. Crucible numbers are going to trend downward during Infinite's launch and after. 
guaranteed. Anything, anytime Halo Infinite does a seasonal a seasonal thing, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. You write that down. You write that down. You can track it. It's easy. It's so it's gonna be so easy to track. If if Red Dead Redemption launches and the whole community and Destiny numbers go down for at least a week. You got to think how much that's going to happen during the launch week of Infinite and what long-term siphoning that's going to do. I'm telling you right now it's going to happen. It's too it's too close to what so many people have been asking for. All the things that people are burned out by and hate and despise, they're going to have they're going to have their answer in Infinite and it's going to be free to try out and test out and sample the water. Ain't you know, I'm telling you. Deddies and gun-based, skill-based, truly tight arena gameplay and a brand new engine. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, it, it's going to have an impact. There isn't a doubt in my mind. It's not going to hurt them in like a financial way. I don't think that. But I do think, I do think your engagement numbers for Crucible, they will be, they will be affected by this. They will. We've heard the sentiment for 10 years. Right. There's a giant portion of that player base that has essentially been asking for Halo Infinite for... They've been asking for it... I don't even know what, what since Taking King, probably. The dip is not, in numbers uh, is just players that don't need to be playing Destiny. Right. So what Eugene is essentially saying, and, and I've said this before, and here's why it won't hurt them financially, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Here's why it won't hurt them financially. A lot of your PvP only players, a lot of your players that have been basically begging for Destiny to be more like Halo for the last five or six years, wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those people have spent less and less money over the years. Now, here's where it could hurt Destiny financially and monetarily. One of the things they're trying to do to the Crucible audience is motivate purchase with things like Stasis. You write it down. Witch Queen will have a new subclass and that subclass will break Crucible for at least a couple of seasons to motivate people to purchase it same way that Stasis did. They literally admitted in an interview they launched Stasis knowing it would need nerfed. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why that is. Why would you launch a subclass knowing it would need nerfed? Because it would... (laughs) Because it would motivate people to buy the DLC. It's not a bad marketing strategy. So, there's a very, very high likelihood they're going to do it again with Witch Queen. And you're going to have all those PvP players being like, I'm not playing that game anymore, dude. I'm not doing that where I got to buy a subclass to compete. I'm not doing that. Adios. Yeah, Taken King did the same thing, Big Mouth Strike. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, It's in their blood. It's in their nature to basically be like, here is a is a big giant strong thing and you you have to buy the DLC to get this big giant strong thing and obviously everybody buys it and it's like quasi pay to win right you're not going to have those people if they leave and play Halo Infinite and they get tired of that circus and that joke over there that's less purchasers. That's less people buying because they're like, I don't have to buy your freaking witch queen. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that. You know? I don't really jive with that. Myself and a large group of friends would play Crucible mostly uh, bought every season an expansion when we could see levels most people were play uh, were paying players. 
That is true. That is true. So I do think PvP players probably do buy a lot of the expansions and a lot of the seasons because they want the new stuff. We're also forgetting, I'm forgetting at least, there were a lot of exotics. There were a lot of exotics you needed a season pass for, you needed the expansion for, and we all know what happens with exotics. <laughs> they run the show for a while. Remember the last word? <laughs> Remember the thorn? You know, They run the show for a while. So it's, it's, that's, a, that's a purchase motivator. You know? It's, it's a purchase motivator. We're getting ready to dive into this in just a little bit, so if you're here for gameplay, uh, we will be diving into a pirate's life. You'll be able to see me check it out and see what it's like. Um, when we could see who had level 50 and who was level 20 and 30, right. It's okay, they don't know. Destiny PvP is bad. Dead Man's Tale is busted right now. Who's surprised by any of that? Why do people say PvP players don't spend money? I buy every DLC in every season, and I play PvP pretty much religiously. This is the only thought, Wheezy, and I think this is a logical thought, but I don't know how to quantify it, okay? It's free to play. They can jump in and play, just mindlessly play, and not spend a dime, right? I don't know how many players are doing that. How many cheaters are doing that? I I don't know. How many people are doing that to play with their buddy who is a cheater just because they want something to do? I just don't know. I don't know how many people in the Crucible sandbox will subsequently leave because maybe they think Halo Infinite's better. And maybe they were spending money or weren't spending money. I don't know. But I think Wheezy's right. Most of the hardcore PvP audience always bought every season in DLC because they wanted the new expansion. They wanted the new subclasses. They wanted the new exotics. They wanted the new legendaries. Why? Because they typically become the meta. They have slowly boiled that frog in the water, so if they lose a lot of their hardcore PvP audience because they're like, Infinite's free, and it's what we've been asking for for five or six years, and dedicated servers, and they're anti-cheat, I'm not going back. And then you're do lo- then you going to lose purchasers. You're going to lose that PvP audience that bought every expansion, every season, wanted every exotic. They wanted, um, they, they wanted every single thing they could get out of that game. You're going to lose those people. How much money is that in the grand scheme of things? Not much. I think Bungie will be fine. I think they'll be netting, you know, 1 million player averages for the foreseeable future. PvE is what drives that game, and it'll probably continue in that regard. But your daily engaged player base numbers for Crucible and Trials of Osiris engagement numbers will likely trend downward during and after Halo Infinite's launch. That's my prediction. That's, That's what I think. If a lot of you are tuning in for Pirate's Life. We're getting ready to shift to that in just a moment, so hang tight. We're going to be checking it out. If you're tuning in because I'm talking about Bungie and Destiny and you, uh, you're one of the spies that hangs out in my stream every day, thanks for the money and the support. Get a life. Uh, <laughs> most of you are probably tuning in because this is on the screen now. So, we're going to be diving into this shortly. Give me like a quick second though. Uh, my wife packed my lunch. I'll be right back.
You're welcome. I'm not a spy that I know of. I just always find it interesting when I start taking shots at Bungie or Destiny, viewership goes up. Just a little funny thing that happens. It's also a funny thing that happens when I mention the kind of content I'm going to create and people mysteriously make similar content before I get a chance to. Because <laughs> they're watching the stream. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting, chat. It's just interesting things. <laughs> first. We're eating cantaloupe first. Mr. Unlimited, you can roll your eyes all you want. It happens, dude. Every time I mention that game or that community, I get a surge of viewership. Anytime I would mention the drama about me in the past, I would get a surge of viewership. You think that's a coincidence that for the 12 months I've been here, that happens every time without fail? You think it's total blind luck coincidence in viewership trends that we know don't really tend to surge upward after they've surged downward. You don't think I have spies in here every single day? You underestimate. (laughs) You underestimate the people that I'm talking about. I've noticed quite frequently so-and-so has blogs about the topic a day after it's the main topic here. (laughs) Really? It's a beard thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a beard thing, Dauntless. There's nothing worse than eating around somebody who has something in their beard. It's like, dude, wipe your face, brother. Part of that's news cycle, part of that's just straight copying. There are times where we're covering a gaming news cycle, so other people. So you're going to have commonality of topics. But when I'm like, hey, on Monday, we're going to be talking about this. And then that night, somebody uploads a video about that topic. I'm like, that's interesting.
He's literally in your streams. It's the same talking points, details, literally takes notes. Oh, I that wouldn't surprise me at all. It really wouldn't. No, Dauntless, we'll do a redirect. We'll do a redirect. I'm eating some cantaloupe. My goodness, my wife got a good one. There's a big difference between good cantaloupe and bad cantaloupe. Watch that channel when Lowe's on vacation. <laughs> oh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Even rarer, good honeydew. Yeah, dude, honeydew is almost never very good. It always tastes bad. If you're tuning in for this... We're doing this very shortly. I'm taking a very brief break. I've been streaming for three and a half hours. I'm just eating. If you want to weigh in on the poll in chat, be sure to do so. 400 votes. Good votes on the second poll. It really jumped up. Are you jumping in to see if Thieves of Pirate's Life today? Are you jumping in today? Let us know. I find good honeydew at Costco. You know, Costco has surprisingly good produce a lot of the time. You wouldn't expect it, but they do. <sighs> yeah, honeydew is green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually in like um, a fruit salad and you don't eat it. <laughs> It's those green pieces in the fruit salad that you don't eat. (laughs) Yeah, strawberries and grapes from Costco are always on point. You tried to jump in before me and you couldn't get it to work? Should be good. Yeah, we're in. Wasn't too bad. Honeydew is orange? 
Oh, you're thinking of cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is orange. Honeydew is green. Yo, thanks for hanging out, Orphan Twin. Oh my gosh, Kane, that is so mean. <laughs> it's not him. You're out of control, I give up. What? What am I doing? Whoever they have voicing Jack Sparrow is really good, but it's not him. Wheezy, I'm going to get it tomorrow on Steam and play it for the lulls and to show people how bad it is. Starting the game before the redirect. I just have it on screen so people know where we're headed. Talk about Destiny all day. I talked about Destiny for 20 minutes. Settle down, creature. Settle the frick down. I talked about Destiny for 20 minutes. And it was it, it was it was somebody asked a question QA about it. You slow the frick down. What am I supposed to do? Halo Infinite's gonna gonna cause that to happen. Hey, what's good, Christine? I see menacing mommy in the chat. Creature getting cranky. Maybe Lona's getting another TV. Everybody starts being mean to me. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to get a microwave or something special, you know? (laughs) I have no idea. I have something in my eye and I've determined to make it your fault. Oh, I see. I see. Have you ever been doing that? Like walking through your house or you're in your kitchen and you spill something or stub your toe and your brain frantically... Frantically hopes for like someone to blame. You know what I mean? You're like, this is someone's fault. Um uh, What is this again? 
their game Project Micaiah. Oh, that's right. I'll have to get back to them later. <coughs> what up, Lono? Excited to see you on the seas. Thank you, Kev, man. Bought a TV yesterday for the patio. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Totally not getting a beard grooming kit. I like having a nice beard grooming kit. I got a good Remington kit. Oh, I love it. There's a big difference between a really, really nice beard trimmer and one that is not so nice. Let me tell you. There is a huge difference between the two. Like, as soon as I turned it on and I like I did like a little brush on my neck the one day. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much nicer than what I previously had. So much nicer. It's ex- excellent. Very, very excellent. I try to keep it trimmed. Prime has 34-inch monitors for 600 Wow, that is a freaking giant monitor. I had the remote on my leg before I jumped up to go somewhere after lying down. The controller hit my face hard. First person I saw was my dad, and I was like, Dad, what you want your controller at me for? The classic, why are you yelling at me? I didn't do anything. Because I'm angry and you're here. If you're spending 50 less than 50 on a beard trimmer, you've messed up. Yeah, like those 30 $30 ones at like Target, they they're not worth the money. They're going to they're going to irritate your skin. They're going to they're going to do all kinds of things. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're better off getting the one that I got, I think I I don't even remember the price of it. I'm going to try and look it up right now in the Amazon app cuz that's where I ordered it. It was it's a it was a Remington and I think it was I think it was a decent I think it was decent decently priced. Um Rem Remind Remington search. Here it is. View order details. It was $61. Remington PG 6170. It was $61. And uh man. <laughs> it's excellent. It is a it is a huge, huge step up. Can you create your character on Sea of Thieves? They, it's not like a genuine character creation. It's not. It's not. It's like you pick between like presets and then the outfit my guy is wearing, I have control over. So I think you can, I think you can just keep cycling it until you get somebody that you like the way that they look. But then you can change the beard, the hair, the outfit. You can change all that once you're in the game. So. I have a good Norelco model. Okay. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing. So for those of you that are new, what we do is we do a talk show in the morning and then we do gameplay in the afternoon. So we just got done doing our morning talk show. It was... It was excellent. Uh, it was excellent, and it we had a, we had a really really great time. Um, we discussed PVE, PVP, a lot of new subs, a lot of people contributed to the conversation. If you're one of the new people this morning, thanks for doing that. 
I hope you enjoy the rest of my talk shows this week and my gameplay that I'm about to do. And so we're going to be doing gameplay uh, here in just a moment. Now, the way that gameplay works is I will put a link in chat, but you can also just kind of come along for the ride. What should happen is the video should end and it should um, direct you to a new video. It should. If it doesn't, you can go back and refresh the main channel. If you're on, uh, if you're on like a TV or something, go back to the main channel. It should be the featured video, and you can also use the link in chat. Okay. Again, it should take you over. You can see the thumbnail there. Pirates Life gameplay. That's where it should take you as this stream ends. If it doesn't, use the link in chat, and I will see you guys over there. And uh, hopefully I also see you tomorrow. Even if you only come over to this stream for like 10 or 15 minutes, it's super helpful. If you're not interested in gameplay, come hang out for 15 or 20 minutes. It's greatly helpful to me. Okay, I'll see you guys over there.